this is where it gets interesting. Moments when you realize nothing will ever be the same. I speak from experience. Dedication! Time is divided into two parts. The Snyder Radio. You will have something interesting to say right here. Before this. No biggie. And after this. The time has come to make a choice. It's time. I know what goes on behind the doors. I know because I saw it. I lived it. He is gone. I'm into some kinky stuff. What? The Snyder Radio. I told you. I'm a kid. The Snyder step for D. Snyder and one giant step for D. Snyder Radio Richmond the Digo has landed yeah, yeah! be forewarned <laughs> I need some more volume in my cans yeah they seem low all over the place Good morning. We are here, and if you're uh, sitting there in your room wondering who the hell this is on your radio and what happened to your music, you are seriously messed up right now because in a short moment you'll hear the only song of the morning, and then uh, you'll be off and running with me, D. Now I know some of you are rubbing your eyes saying... I thought he was dead. No, 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 no. Where have you been? I'm not dead. Those rumors have been laid to rest, courtesy of VH1. You saw me. Very much alive. Freshly mulleted. Very much worse for the wear, now that I think about it. Not so bad. Yeah, it's not so bad, but I'm still here. I've been doing radio for a couple years. Up here in Hartford, Connecticut, right on. And uh, very excited to finally be able to spread the word, spread the disease. D. Snyder Radio is in the house. Now, <clears throat> we'll try and keep you informed and in the loop as we go along. I can't really explain everything to you. So, you look like a fairly intelligent group. Just just try and figure it out as we go along. Beth. Hey. Welcome back. <laughs> Thanks. You've got a rosy glow. She has a rosy hue, really? doesn't she? Thanks. Oh, yeah. She looks good. Thanks. Nice of you to say. Big smile on her face this morning. Well, I'm just happy to see you guys after a week's vacation. Nick said you're walking different. No, he didn't. He wouldn't say that. Beth, I did not say <laughs> anything of the sort. No. You should have seen what was going on here last week. Yeah, though. I hear that I've been disparaged. No, you weren't disparaged. is such a harsh word. You weren't disparaged. Beth just got married. And um, we have, well, we have, we don't know. We think she did it for the first time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, now we know at least. Can you tell us, was the marriage consummated? Did you I don't I don't really know if Oof. I want to tell you about well, stuff it's not, like that. I'm sorry, Missy. It's not a marriage if you have to acknowledge that it was consummated. It's legal. It's legal. <laughs> so now we know we can like talk turkey with this. And now you know what we're talking about. We make all them dirty jokes and stuff. Yeah, it's all so clear now. <laughs> all of a sudden it's like the veil's been lifted. She had no My clue eyes are all wide these years. Open, yeah. Nicholas? Yeah. Good morning. How are you? 
I'm very well, G. How are That's you? That's good. Uh, well, you know, Nick's sending some disgusting messages already on the instant message <laughs> stuff. And yes, Beth. I'm not going to say that some of the guys here on the show didn't take a few liberties. Well, I'll find out. While sure. you were gone. We did. Um, but I'd just like to say, we are not to blame for things Dickie Barrett said. <laughs> Dickie Barrett wasn't even at the wedding. Holy crap. He went, well, it wasn't just about the wedding. <laughs> oh, Dickie Barrett went off the deep end. About me? Do you have that? We have. Do we have that sound fight by any chance? I what mean, did I ever do to him? I own all of the Mighty Mighty Boston albums. I think it was. I think he intended it to be flattering. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in his special kind of way. Yeah. Uh, producer down the hall for the other show. Um, who's that slut? Kiss. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. She would have been flattered. Yeah. <laughs> she would have said, "Well, well thank you. <laughs> Thanks for noticing." Dark side, you looking for it? You don't got it. And I tried to, and that's. No. Well, I think part of it's profanity, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I most think of it's it was one of the seven deadly words, but we weren't able to bleep it in time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that tells me all I need to know. It's t you know, we only play one song each day, and each of us takes turns choosing it. And when this next song plays, when I walk into a club or a party, I know it's going to be a good night. People, wake the F up. It's D Snyder Radio on Radio 104 and XL 102 in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah! Woo! D Snyder Radio, Radio 104, Hartford, Connecticut, and XL 102 in Richmond, Virginia. Good morning, everybody. Um, here's a number you're going to want to jot down. I'm just realizing this morning as I was. <clears throat> mulling things over in my mind with the news station going oh yeah new market probably going to be some naysayers and some negativity oh. that kind of all fell by the wayside after a short time up here mm -hmm. when i first got up here there was some people who were disgruntled and then they got gruntled which was nice yeah because i i like a gruntled listener who doesn't who doesn't like a gruntled <laughs> listener <laughs> I mean, you know so i'm hoping you all be gruntled in a short time but right now <clears throat> whatever you have to say Maybe I just want to say, hey, welcome, Dick. Uh, we've got a toll-free number for everybody to use, 1-866-550-4, the number 4, D, D-E-E. -E. That would be me, 1-866-550-4-D. And uh, use it, exploit it, it's free, enjoy it. At last, people have been asking for a toll-free number for mm -hmm. some time, especially our listeners on Long Island who are a little bit out of the out of the listening area. Yes, um, I, I, so I realized that since Beth only got home at 10.30, see, what, what's happened here, people, is <clears throat> for those of you who weren't with us last week, um, Beth got married, and uh, we had a lovely time at her wedding. Thank you. We did. It was very enjoyable. We were very happy because Beth is, and I say this with all genuineness, you are like a sister to us all. We joke I'm sure about I'll find out later when I check my email and see what you said about me last <laughs> week, that it is a lot like a sister and that you take a lot of grief. Exactly. Yeah. I feel safe in saying you're like a sister because sisters and brothers often have fun at each other's expense. Mm. And, Understandable. Um, you know. So you weren't here to stop us, <laughs> and and we had some fun 
at your expense. That's all right. Well, I'm sure you'll be interested to hear about it, Beth. Yeah. So, but apparently she hasn't since she only got home last night late. I haven't spoken with anyone. She had a chance to get an earful, which is good because we've got a lot to do today. A lot of program to share with you. Uh, People, our listeners from up here in the Hartford way are writing welcoming letters to the Virginia people. I think that's really nice. Peeps, as you will be now known. Here's a letter from Matt Pappas who's a contributor to D. Snyder Radio, as a matter of fact, says, D, I'd uh, like to say something to everybody tuning in for the first time in the Richmond listening area. Good morning, everyone. I don't know if you realize what's just happened to you. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're prepared for the consequences of your actions. You've tuned into D. Snyder Radio, and your mornings will never be the same. If your experience is anything like that we've encountered here in Connecticut, Western Massachusetts, and New York, you're going to listen for a while, you know, just to check it out, and then Nick will do something to make you change the station. <laughs> That's Nick. Nick, say hi. Say hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> but then you'll come back because you realize that you like these people, and then it's all over but the shouting. You'll tell your friends about these Snyder Radio. You'll start getting funny looks from other drivers when you spray your dashboard with your morning beverage of choice. <laughs> and you'll make a whole load of new friends called D. Snyder Radio peeps. It's inevitable. You might as well just program your car radio right now. Do it. You'll be glad you did. Damn glad to meet you, Matt Pappas. All right, we got to take a break. We're coming back. We got stuff to do. Plenty to talk about. Beth just returned. <sighs> it's a new week. Let's start it right with D. Snyder Radio. Stick around. This is D. Snyder Radio. D. Snyder Radio. Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. I've had the pleasure of listening to you talk. D. Snyder. I seen him go nuts. Radio 104. D. E. E. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. How cool is this? Good morning, everybody. And, uh, Richmond, Virginia, if you're just waking up and you're wondering who the hell this is. Remember in the 80s? <laughs> <laughs> He's back. And it was that guy with, like, the really big hair, you know, and makeup, and he sang, we're not going to take it and stuff. That would be me. <laughs> I would feel a lot better now, and I'm doing morning radio and having a great time, so uh, I hope you're going to have a great time, too. A lot of congratulations on our syndication. By the way, write this number down. Commit it to memory. Tattoo it on your forehead. It's um, 866-550-4D. The number 4, D-E-E. 866-550-4D. If you want to call, pick up the phone, got something to say, memorize it. It's a very important number for you to know. So uh, the congratulations are rolling in. Here's one uh, subject going to the coast. That's where we're going, by the way. D, you said it would happen, and now it has. And us peeps are with you all the way. See, it's not we peeps. It's us peeps when you're using the term peeps. Congratulations on taking the first step to world domination because this is where it all begins. Not your son, Shane. Uh, Here's a letter, let's see, from Prophet. Says, welcome new peeps. D, I just want to take this opportunity to welcome all the new listeners of Virginia that are checking out D Snyder Radio for the first time. I am confident that you will come that you all will come to love D Snyder Radio as I do and become our fellow papes. 
Remember to tell all your friends about the show. Talk to you soon, The Prophet. That's nice, Prophet. Oh, here's a welcome back, Beth. Thank you. <clears throat> From Clark's brother. Says, um, D, it was cool having special guests during the past week, but I must say, it will definitely be nice to have our very own Beth Lockwood back. I don't know about you, but I could go for some of her classic news reporting. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a definite lack in news reporting. Nick, how many stories? Uh, how many? How many stories did we do the entire week? <laughs> I don't know. We'd average about three or four a show. Three or four stories a show. That, that was really I think you're being informative broadcast. I think you're being generous there. <laughs> yeah. I know for sure there was like two in one <laughs> one show. Yeah. It wasn't exactly the Beth Lockwood style. Well, you like to get in-depth on the stories. Continue me on. The one funny thing is that while she will be talking about serious news stories, you know Dark Side Nick, Psycho, and Sean will be in the background giggling because Beth just got back from her honeymoon, and you could fill in the missing pieces from there. <laughs> the whole concept of Beth having relations is really kind of a foreign topic other than the classic segments of Talking Dirty with Beth Lockwood. <laughs> also on that note, I'm curious if you're going to inform Beth about... Your and Suzette's romp off to your downtown apartment for a little <clears throat> rest. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about that later on <laughs> in the show. Well, I can see why you want to take her back there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you like her outfit? God bless her. <laughs> I will tell you, I hope to be able to pull off that outfit after I've had four kids. 41. Or one or tomorrow. And four kids. <laughs> Yeah, you should see what she wanted to wear. <laughs> I told, I said, I don't think that's right. But the next MTV anniversary party, <laughs> that'll be great, honey. The gold metal top, bosom hanging out all over the place. Not that it wasn't hanging I was, out. I don't think anyone noticed anything above the waist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I noticed it all. <laughs> Depends when you're talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please welcome to our program, Raven from Richmond. Richmond, Virginia, that is. Raven, good morning. Good morning. How you doing, man? Oh, pretty good now that I actually have something to listen to in the morning. Yeah! <laughs> a new convert already. Hey, Raven, that's great. This is, we are so stoked, you know, to uh, be broadcasting to you guys, and I hope it's not too much of a shock to the system. Well, uh, it's enough of one, but hell, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> now, were they warning you this weekend that I was going to be on on Monday? Not that I know. <laughs> so you're just a damn Yankee, anyways, from Connecticut in the first place. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, transpo- When did you move down there? Uh, way too long ago. Is that right? Well, it was a lot of. Uh, By the time you had a top uh, top video on the MTV when I moved down here. Oh, it's been a while. Well, I see you. I see you. You haven't lost the accent. Uh, you know what? I just, there's so many down in uh, Virginia, and I lived in Florida for a while. There's so many transplanted Northerners. It's it's really a melting pot now. It's a melting pot, and people like Raven are down there. Look, we're going to be on every friggin' morning, and uh, and I hope people enjoy it. I mean, I know there's uh, I don't know what other kind of stuff they had. Mu- up till now, you've had like music format in the morning. Uh, yeah, there's been decent music sometimes, but mostly it's Mayberry Net. Well, we're gonna we're gonna figure it is you know we're not, we can't we, we can't take a chance at offending anybody with music, so we're not gonna have any. <laughs> so, so this way, I, I call it playing safe, Raven. Raven, welcome to the fold. We're glad to have you, man. Our, that's our first caller from uh, from down Richmond Way. Yeah, and we have a brand new phone number, by the way. It's 866-550-4D. Uh, I got, uh, people are calling in. Yes, Beth, 
um, some things. Now, and what I'm really curious about is to find out what the Hula listeners thought was the best guest host. Do you know who we had, Beth? I heard that you had Mick Foley. Monday we had Mick Foley. And uh, Sebastian Bach. Thursday. Of uh, Skid Row. And, of course, Dickie Barrett of the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. I talked about your TNA. <laughs> um, okay. And, uh, and as Chaz. As long as he said nice things. Yes, of course. And fabulous Chaz, who uh, is the afternoon jock here at Radio 104 in Hartford. Yeah, she, uh, she came in, the only female for the week. She did quite well. And, but she's a little salty. Yeah, and you know what's weird is that I brought back nothing for anybody from San Francisco what? except for Chaz. Did you really? Because I thought I found something that she would really like. So you're, you, if you're one of the people, if you got to see something, yeah. yeah, you didn't want to buy, we didn't want to get a bunch of those. I went to San Francisco and all Beth gave us his lousy t-shirt. <laughs> right. I should have gotten you guys all Alcatraz magnets with your names on them, but I thought... Maybe no, I don't uh, need well, that. Oh, so there had to be something rainbow colored for Sean out there. Uh, there hey, <laughs> Sean, it's your kind of city. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I think you'd like it out there. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'm on my way. Maybe you could have brought back a date. <laughs> <laughs> I got some numbers for you, Sean. Just, all just, right. just a couple of phone numbers. <laughs> uh, let me see. I got, oh, here's, here's a, for Mad Kid. It's a good opportunity to read some of these letters here. Um, subject, first day of a new broadcast area. Uh, my first order of business, I'd like to welcome Beth back from her honeymoon Thank with Johnny you. Electric. Thank you. I hope you had a lovely time and Mr. Electric was able to meet your demands both emotionally and sexually. Just teasing Beth. Oh boy, people are talking dirty to Beth Walker now. Hey, this is an open season. <laughs> now, that you're, now that you're a married woman. Uh, continue to say, now I'd like to welcome all the new listeners in the new Virginia market. I know, I know, it's a shock to the system and regular routine. Talking to you guys in Richmond. Just give this crazy show a chance. You won't be able to get enough of them after a couple of weeks. It'll be nice to have a few more peeps from different sections of the country. The ones up here are beginning to wear a bit thin on my patience. And the novelty is about gone. <laughs> he says he's just kidding. Our regular listeners are some of the freaking coolest, most down-to-earth people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting and spending time with. That's signed, Mad Kidda. Oh, we got somebody else on the phone. We got, oh, Gene Richmond's on the phone. Good morning, Gene. How are you? How you doing, Gene? We are doing great, man. I'm reaching you, Gene. <laughs> Dude, I played I played you as Twisted Sister in my tenth grade uh, high school performance, and you still uh, screwed up from it. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to you guys all the time growing up in the eighties, man. You guys were awesome. Well, thanks. Your movie, your movie was awesome. Saw it like twice. Strange Land, thank you. You, you are awesome, man. Now, I guess, Gene, I gotta tell you something. My, my radio show is quite a bit different from my movie and from my, my, uh, my, you know, my recording days. Part of the reason is I think I've had the, op the, the opportunity to express my frustration and anger through my songs and my movie. So I'm pretty much happier now. And uh, plus, I think that early in the morning, people are waking up. They really don't want to hear somebody screaming his head off. So I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just a tad more laid back in the morning, but not too laid back, Gene. Like TV? Like TV? Yeah, you were on TV, the hair band? Yeah, 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 I like that. Yeah. Kind of like, like that, but without, like, awesome, I, but with, before I had seven cups of caffeine in me, okay? <laughs> so, check out the show, spread the word, welcome to the fold. Matt from Richmond's on the phone. Good morning, Matt, how are you? Morning, D, welcome to Richmond. Hey, thanks a lot, I'm glad to be here. This is, uh, I mean, we, I've been, you know, I got on the radio 
two years ago here up in Hartford. Now, I have a, na- a nationally syndicated show. It's on once a week, but I hadn't done morning radio. And like the first minute I get here, I start screaming that this show is going to be syndicated. <laughs> yeah. I have absolutely no reason to believe the show would be syndicated other than my belief in myself. But I figure if you say it long and loud enough, somebody's going to listen to you. And they did, Matt. That's right. They did. Did, now, did you have any warning that I was going to uh, be on the air? Did you hear about this, or you just no, turned? No clue at all. I cut on my radio cuts on at six every morning, and bam, there you are, right in my face. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, so explain this to me. All right, radio goes on, and when do you realize that something's not right? Um, well, I'm used to hearing the morning news at six. Okay, and I hear this D. Snyder of the morning. I'm like. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I like to hear. Well, Matt, check the show out. I think you're going to like it. And uh, thanks for the call, man. Welcome to the airwaves because I need to hear from you guys. And by the way, the new number, this is for our uh, Connecticut peeps as well as for everybody. 866, which is a toll-free number, 550-4D. Number 4-D-E-E. And we got a new email address, by the way, as well. Um, because we want it, we got to have something that's just a little more coherent. So check it out. It's a lot of letters, but program it into your address book, and life will be good. D Snyder Radio, one word. D Snyder. Now you're gonna have a problem if you. What if they spell it Schneider or with a Y? They gotta learn. You gotta teach. Them. You gotta learn the proper spelling. It's with an I. Snyder. It's an adjective, not a proper noun. D Snyder Radio at Clear Channel. D. Snyder Radio at clearchannel.com. Send me your emails. As the people up here in Connecticut know, I read every one. Uh, some get read on the air. I don't respond to any because the mail is overwhelming. But I love to hear from you. Whatever you got to say, positive, negative, sometimes just to speak your mind or just say, hey, how much you love this show. I know it may be premature for you people down in Virginia, but uh, give you a chance. You'll, uh, you'll, get, you'll love it, and you'll be writing to us as well. And later this week, we're going to be debuting dsnyderradio.com, our website for all you guys. Yeah, Beth, we have new websites. Yeah, sound I heard. We're very busy. While you were bumping uglies in San Francisco, <laughs> we were like busy here doing, like, doing the job. Well, I'm mm. glad to hear it. Well, yeah. We, <laughs> we, so, you know, when we talk about our weekends a little bit, going to tell us anything cool. <laughs> Well, there are some really interesting parts of Northern California. <laughs> I'll tell you about it. Yeah. Yeah, we want to hear about the interesting you parts of Northern don't California. Need all the intimate details. Well, I think I already figured it out. I, I, I know you're pretty straight laced. We figured out it was like once missionary con- <laughs> consummate the marriage and then only when children are, need to be bur- you know, need to be conceived. I'll never tell. <laughs> Uh, Beth, hey, more people welcome you back. Joe Rock. D, I'd like to welcome Beth back. The testosterone was getting pretty thick in that studio. <laughs> I can imagine. Even Chaz could not stop that ball from rolling. Hope you had a good time. Yes, Pro wrestlers and rock stars? Yes. Tough room. Yeah, Mick Foley. Well, Mick Foley's, you know, you've had Mick been on yeah. the air with Mick. He's very, He's very, very smart, yeah. very bright. He's got a lot to say, very big. I got to hang out with Mick a bit because he mm-hmm. and I... Both live on Long Island, so we wound up cruising back to Long Island together that day. And uh, at first, I was feeling, I mean, I told these guys this, I was feeling like a little bit of a, you know, it's like, wow, this guy is just like making me look bad. His recognition factor. I mean, I get wow. recognized, but you're walking around Mick, and I mean, all ages, all colors, all shapes, all sizes, you know, hey, that's Mick Foley, that's Mankind, that's Cactus Jack, but... 
And I'm going, wow, I'm hardly getting recognized at all. But then I'm looking at him and I realize he dresses exactly <laughs> like he does when he's on the WWF. He's got the sweatpants, he's got the flannel shirt, no teeth, the missing yeah. ear. I mean, it's not too tough to notice that McFoy said, well, if I was wearing my shoulder pads and my big wig from the 80s, which wasn't a wig, by the way, it was real hair, uh, I would be looking, you know, mm -hmm. I'd be getting recognized too. But he's a good guy. Hey, uh, welcome. Oh, Gina from Bristol, Connecticut. Just wants to say hey to Richmond. Good morning, Gina. How are you? Oh, doing excellent. That's and I'm good. So glad that Beth finally got married because <laughs> now you're going to have a lot more fun with her. Because once you're married and you hang out a little bit, you start getting some. You can tell when you stop getting some because yeah. dropping stuff, you know, and the papers start falling out of her hand, and she looks a little uncoordinated. You go, "Oh, Beth, we know what you need this morning." Well, she's not uncoordinated at all right now, Gina. Matter <laughs> well, of fact, she didn't have enough sex because that <laughs> fixes up the coordination right away. She's she's sitting yeah, over there juggling. <laughs> we'll watch for the warning signs. Hey, you want to welcome Richmond, Virginia, Gina? Absolutely. It's about time we get some of those people down there listening to some quality stuff. I think it's great. I know a lot of people who've transplanted down there, and a lot of people who've been chased off the roads for wearing their band country music bumper stickers. So uh, now we've all got something to listen to, something to appreciate, and it's a hell of a lot better than that panic monger. Howard Stern, who during that whole September 11th thing had half the world scared to pieces. Well, Gina, we're not scaring anybody to pieces. We're taking care of business. Thank you so much for the call. We're taking a break. We're coming back. It's a new day on the Snyder Radio because we're not only broadcasting on Radio 104 in Hartford, Connecticut. We are now simulcasting to XL 102, Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, Stick around. D. Snyder Radio. D. Snyder Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. What is it about? D. Snyder. I can always serve as a bad example. I know you. Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. I really dug Twisted Sister. God rest his soul. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. I love that guy, too. <laughs> I was really planning a whole campaign when we moved into new cities uh, of the I'm Not Dead campaign. Mm -hmm. But I think the VH1 thing has kind of ruined that for me. Yeah. Because I may look dead, but, I'm, but clearly <laughs> I'm still upright. I'm not buried or anything like that. So, yeah, it's D. Snyder, uh, D. Snyder people. And this is D. Snyder Radio. Broadcasting out of Hartford, Connecticut on Radio 104. And damn glad to be being heard on XL 102 in Richmond, Virginia. Still trying to figure out how far-reaching. Do they hear me in Washington? I don't know. I don't know. I, I have a feeling they don't. But maybe I, maybe I eke in there. I seep in there. I can influence the government. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's hey. wise? Uh, I, had, I, I had a very minor effect in the 80s when I went to Washington. Yeah. They were very impressed with me back then. Yeah. When I told them what the name of the fan club was, they were very impressed with me. That's all I remember. And they could use another dose of that good common sense. He said, mother effer in Congress. <laughs> I'll bet you're on a short list of people who have. I said a lot more than that, I want <laughs> you to know. I said some pretty smart stuff, and all I'm remembered for is saying mother effer. Yeah, he asked, you know? Right. If you ask, you sh and you shall find out. Um... Here is the toll-free, the new number. It's a new number, actually, for all of you. 866-550-4D. You need to talk to us. You got something to say? 
you want to uh, respond to something we're talking about, join the party, 866-550-4DEE. And the email address is dsnyderradio at clearchannel.com. And a lot, you know, up to date, a lot of our peeps have been using the email. Email's mm -hmm. very big with D. Snyder Radio. People have a chance to uh, focus their thoughts, use spell check, please. And because uh, Beth grades the papers. I know I never, I never tell you guys, but every single email you send me, big red pen. Beth is like circling, spelling, new paragraph, <laughs> punctuation, underline, underline. And she grades them. I just like to keep my skills fresh. Yeah, most of you guys get like C's. <laughs> Except Pierce Cheap, who is a kiss up. He gets B's because yeah. he always writes big letters like, Welcome back, Beth. You were really missed a lot. I am glad you are back. Giant letters. Two words now crossed you. my mind. <laughs> Brown and nose. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Thank you, Pierce. Uh, okay. Anyways, um, the weekends. We like to talk about our weekends when we get back because... People uh, are very much involved in our lives. This is talk radio, and we pretty much spill our guts. We have a standing rule here on D-Snyder Radio, no talking. We come in the morning, it's like, zip it, nobody speaks, nobody talks. Nick sometimes has to show, sew his mouth shut. But uh, we just keep quiet, and then we get on the air, and we talk about our weekends. I'll tell you that, <clears throat> for example, again, I, I, I can't really, uh, what's going on? That reminds me. What's going on with the player's guide, the Peeps player's guide that we're putting together? We're putting that together. Right. There's a lot in there. And that's going to be on our website? Yes. Which later this week will be opening, dsnyderradio.com. Because there's so many little names and places and faces that are that we've been just common references for us here on the show and and for the new listeners. Uh, might be They might be a little lost. So you just go to your player's guide and say, well, well who the hell is that? Who's Suzette? Mm -hmm. Well, Suzette's... Dee's wife, he's been with her for, well, 25 years now. I think it's going to be 20-year anniversary this month, our 20-year wedding anniversary. That's a nice one. Yeah, pretty cool, right? Pretty cool in the rock and roll world, right? And I, and I got four kids, and we, um, <clears throat> we went away this weekend to a place I've always wanted to check out. It's upstate New York. It's called Mohawk Mountain House, Dark Side. Check out this place. It was built in the 1800s, man. Wow. It is like right on this lake. It is just incredible old school no tvs fireplaces in all the rooms you know hiking and, and mountain climbing and fishing no and tvs no tvs oh. and you know what i i was like really worried with the kids they were like they didn't want to leave they didn't want to leave is this job there for you, Dark Side? I don't think you could afford to stay there, but you might be able to work. Gainful employment, nothing wrong with that. Change the garbage. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Somebody work has it. to do that, too. Yeah. yeah, well, there was some psychopath in the barn with the horses. That, that's, that's very Dark Side-esque. Yeah. You know, two eyes going in different directions. <laughs> this is, you know, it was like, and he was trying to be like nice. And I mean, how nice can you be when you're like sweeping up horse crap <laughs> I mean you know he's, he's like he's got hip waders on he's covered in crap and, and people are like um, my horse riding appointment it's late and he's trying to be calm and you, have to say, you, know, you don't want to push this guy's buttons no kidding I could snap like a Vietnam vet <laughs> boom gone so um, we went up there and it was like like I said there was like no video games and none of all that stuff and I've got my kids up there and I'm like they are going to hate this they loved it. Good. They loved it. And I'm trying to figure out why. 
because it was like horse-drawn carriage rides and pony rides and uh, and rock climbing, which was cool. Mm -hmm. But I think it was that we were doing everything together. Huh. So, you know, yeah, maybe, I mean, when you think about it, the truth is, you know, all them TVs and stuff are really just ba high-priced high babysitters for your kids. Here, go play a video game. And, uh, no, we didn't make it on a bearskin rug in front of a <laughs> fireplace with Twisted Sister playing in the background, Psycho Dan. There were no bearskin rugs. <laughs> 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 and no stereos. <laughs> there was no stereos. Do you think that's the tune he throws on? Yeah. When I'm phoning my wife, I want to hear my own stuff. It's kind of creepy. He's, you think he's that much of an egomaniac? He's kind of like his mating call. That's all. Even I'm not time. that much of an egomaniac. Yeah. We don't listen to music. It's usually, I don't know what it is. The 11 o'clock news. Something like that. Like everybody else. Even more romantic. Like everybody else. Yeah. More romantic. Turn to how you doing? <laughs> you know what that sound means. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I'm getting aroused. <laughs> Turn it off, dark side. I'm getting chubby. <laughs> Were you able to get away from the kids at all? We had two separate rooms oh, yeah. mm -hmm. connected, you know, but uh, with locking doors. Good. Uh, yeah, we lost them. You got to time those things, though. Mm. You got to time. Timing is everything. You got to shake them. Yeah, it doesn't do much for, you know, having four kids... Doesn't do much for staying power. I'll tell you that right now. Because <laughs> yeah. you got no excuse to last. <laughs> because if you hold out, you wait until next week. <laughs> you know, it's like, get it over with. They're coming. So am I. Um, <laughs> anyway, Jeez. it was great. <laughs> it was great. Sounds like you had a good time. <clears throat> Beth, you would love this place. I'll bet Dark I would. Side would love this place. Nick, I'm not so sure. Mm -hmm. Booze isn't like a big thing up there, Nick. No, no, and there wasn't a lot of stragglers. Not much, <laughs> not much of a single scene at the Mo Mohawk Mohonk Mountain House. Ooh, yeah. I mean, there was. I mean, there was attractive women. Obviously, my wife was there, but they were on somebody's arm. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like a big "How you doing?" hanging out. You know, having a cold one, trying to pick somebody up. I might be able to convince them. I mean, they said it's been changing up until like last decade. They used to say it was always newly, it was newlyweds and nearly deads. They used to say it was the clientele, <laughs> as they told me. But in the last ten years, like a lot of families, and we've like already made reservations for next year. Wow, kids want to go back like every season because I mean it's that kind of you know family cool place. So it was really really awesome. And one day, Dark said, you too will be able to afford to stay there. Yeah. Put on the tie. <laughs> yeah. Had to wear a jacket for dinner, dude. Did you really? Oh, totally. Did you wear the leather one? Of course. <laughs> not, no, not a motorcycle leather, a leather suit. Oh, that I got for Best Wedding. I saw. I liked your leather suit. Well, thank you. I, I, well, I kind of blew out of the old leather suit. I got too big for it. <laughs> I passed it on to Jesse. It's a tough look, the stretched leather suit. <laughs> You're a little too big for it. Skinny, skinny. You know, well, back in the day... I used to be, uh, you know, I. It was thinner. I wasn't as muscular. I wasn't as broad. <laughs> and my my first leather suit I actually got, I think, for Bob Goldthwaite's wedding, and I was there, you know, just stuck right in the middle, nineteen eighty semi. Well, I wasn't that ever that like emaciated. Like that guy in little coat. <laughs> it's not that bad. Guy in little coat. I'm not a fat guy. People, I'm not a fat guy. I'm an in-shape big guy. Would you say I'm a fat guy? No. no. All right, thank you. Yeah, like, no, no, no. Duly noted. <laughs> thank you. Um, 
So anyways, buddy, yeah, I did wear the leather suit. I did. Uh, Nicholas, how was your weekend? It was all right. Uh, it started off good, and then it just went south. But, uh, <laughs> oh, we'd love to hear about well, it. Well, <laughs> Nick, with you, your start off good is like a bad weekend for, for anybody else, you know? Mm. I was in my room drinking alone, and then things went bad. <laughs> <laughs> How did it get worse than that? Out of the gate. <laughs> no, I was out on Friday night. Smelling my socks. Yeah. <laughs> well, for the people down there in Richmond... I'm Nick, and I go out on the weekends and do stuff and try to bring in lots of checks. You know? Nick, Nick what is an a- intro. <laughs> Let me tell you about myself. <laughs> I got a lot to tell you guys down there in Richmond. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's our bait. We hang him out to draw chicks in. <laughs> yeah. But there is a club in Hartford called the Brickyard, and we do radio promotions there. And you know, I'm usually down there Friday nights, ten o'clock. Trolling. Yeah, hey, ten o'clock. Bitches. Promotions from ten to midnight, but I usually hang out to about one one thirty when I catch all the stragglers. <laughs> <laughs> this is Nick's theory of dating. <laughs> Hang out to one thirty when there's just you know women just stumbling around looking for a ride. Hey, <laughs> Make your move. That's right. And I got a sweet ride, nice Honda Civic. Just a few dents in it. It's uh, a low ride, but that's because it needs shocks. Only one donut, yeah. just the one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> But um, I had a little problem on Friday night. I was talking to some chick who I've seen around before. And, uh, you know, it's getting there about 12, 1230. So I'm looking good. She's got a few in her, you know, and she starts telling me stuff that she shouldn't be telling me. 12, 1230 with a few in you? I'm looking good. <laughs> Anybody's looking good. But uh, for the people in Richmond, you'll learn that I have some... Uh, stomach issues and um i was drinking more beer that night than my usual you know liquor and stuff i had some problems it's not fun going to the bathroom in a bar you know what i mean yeah oh dickie barrett told an excellent story about going to uh going to see the red sox Mm -hmm. uh and they apparently the urinals it just reminded me (laughs) the urinals are the big crow type and when he was like six years old, like scared to death, <laughs> going in there, it's packed, fights everywhere, and there's some drunk passed out in the <laughs> urinal, and everybody's peeing on him. <laughs> That's the old school right there. You gotta love Fenway. So, you is really it worse do. than that? And yeah, but going to the bed, you're right, going to the bathroom in public is tough. Yeah, especially when they're like guys just waiting to get in and pee and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I had some stomach issues, and I ended up going between stalls a little bit for oh. about 10 or 15 minutes. And I kept waiting outside. between stalls? Well, um, you know, people come in and they usually use, like, the sinks and stuff. It gets that bad to piss and stuff, you know, at that point in the evening. Yeah. And uh, it was started to smell in there pretty bad, and I was a little constipated, so I couldn't go, but I knew oh stuff was going to happen, you know. And this chick's sitting out there waiting for me, and I'm like, oh, man, my stomach's killing me. I How can't go back How long did she wait? She waited. Well, you're a straggler. You wait. <laughs> yeah, she waited about 10 minutes for me, and then I started looking around the corner, it. and I went and uh, hid back in the bathroom, and she was gone. So I ruined my shot with her that night. Did you ruin your drawers? <laughs> uh, no, but... I don't know. I didn't want to. I, I kept my underwear on. Put it that way. They were safe, but I, Mr. I got there in time. Poopy pants. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's that's 
That's a sad weekend there. <laughs> sad, sad weekend. <laughs> no, it got worse. We got to take a break. Richmond, meet Nick. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, but I'm available, you know, I'm a single guy. I know there are brick yards everywhere, and I would love to go to one of them. yours. Take <laughs> advantage not? of a whole new crop of women. We're going to take, take a break, but it says here Saturday you worked on financial debt. Will you tell us about that when you get back? Yeah. This guy's a mess, people. This guy is a mess. No, we're going to build me up in Richmond. I'm going to be like the big Yeah, it's a oh, fresh start. Start. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fresh start. Yeah. Started one step backwards in Richmond. We're, we're putting together the player's guide, and, and Nick's like, do we have to put the bottle thing in there? <laughs> I was like, we have to, because they're going to find out sooner or later anyway. We're taking a break. We're coming back. People, it's D. Snyder Radio, simulcasting to Connecticut and Virginia, and damn glad to be doing it on Radio 104 and XL 102. Stick around. D. Snyder Radio. WMRQ Waterbury Hartford. Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. I've had the pleasure of listening to you talk. D. Snyder. I seen him go nuts. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. D. Snyder. Richmond, it's D. Damn glad to be here. Of course, I wrote my loyal peeps in Hartford, Connecticut. I owe it all to you, man. I forgot. And the phone number, the new phone number, that you should all be committing to memory because it's free. As my dad likes to say, F-R-E-E, free. In my family, free means empty the place. <laughs> It does. It does. Hey, you say, you know, you go in and say, oh, this is a free buffet. Two seconds later, there's nothing left. So like, you didn't leave anything for everybody else. You said it was free, right? Free means free. The toll free number, 866-550-4D. That would be the number four and the letters D-E-E. 866-550-4D. Email address, Radio at clearchannel.com. This is going to be, uh, the people up here in Hartford are... And, you know, parts of Massachusetts, parts of New York. We reached pretty far, by the way. When I was driving back from New York, from New Paul's, coming through Poughkeepsie, I started picking the station up right on the edge of the state. I mean, we yeah. really, you know, weather permitting, we got a far reach. And I don't know how big our uh, listening area is in Richmond, but all you people down there, this is a very new experience for you. I know you've had music up to now. Do not panic. This is better than music. This is... Like singing with the mind. Is anybody buying what? this load of crap? I'm, I'm fishing out here. I don't know. I just figured I'd say that. Uh, no, it's it's a talk radio. There's no music, but uh, we have fun. It's pretty positive. It's pretty uplifting. Yeah, there's some farting and vomiting and stuff like that. But uh, but then there's news. You got to have that stuff. So Nick, um, your your problems, your stuff. You know yeah. your financial woes. Mm. You're living in a room. Yeah. Can I say where it is? No. Okay. Come on. Can't say. Oh, not the town. It's just, it's just a room. It's just a, he's, in a, he's in a room. Uh, it's not an apartment. It's a room. I saw the letter from uh, from accounting. You've he's got a company phone that's I supposed to be for company business. He no longer has a phone, so now that's his phone. 
<laughs> you use up your minutes. Please see us. To reimburse us. To reimburse us. Yeah, yeah I'm sure that happened. I, everything I do is all business. You know what I mean? That's what I went down there and told them. Yeah. Hey, Mom, how'd you like the show? <laughs> yeah. That's business. You That's know business. I mean? She's kind of a consultant. Oh, well, she listens every day. Mm-hmm. Your mom, radio in every room, listens for the full four hours, sometimes screaming, sometimes crying, but she listens. Yeah. No matter how, what kind of mom she is. Mm-hmm. Kind of mom who comes with, uh, you know, rosary beads and holy water to a base, kid's baseball game in high school <laughs> and sits in the parking lot and prays. Totally normal. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, <laughs> Carrie didn't, nothing Carrie didn't go through. <laughs> <laughs> Get on your knees and pray, boy! <laughs> well, um, yeah, I don't know why nobody told me this, but why doesn't the credit card company notify you when you've gone beyond your limit? Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Even I'll agree to that. Yeah. You have to find out in an embarrassing way? No. Oh, you, oh, you, wait a minute. I thought you just meant No, it. I didn't find out in I an thought you meant getting the, the fees. Yeah. Um, you know, they say, oh, you have a $1,000 limit on your credit card. And then they send you a thing that you, they, they stop you at $1,005 just so they can hit you with that 15 or $25 charge. That's crap. I hate that. Oh, uh, well, there is more than that. And then they stop you. They say, oh, you've overextended your limit. Just enough so we can fi- you know, penalize you, but no more than that. Well, what happened? Well, I got a call on uh, my phone, and it said, come home immediately. And this was Friday afternoon before I had my big night at the brickyard. This is from your parents? Yeah. Who still then, get your bill? Yeah. yeah. And okay. um, drove up there Saturday morning unannounced. I didn't even call him to tell him I was coming. But uh, I guess my dad caught winds because I was checking out the scene. I called my sisters, <laughs> found out what was going on, you know? Like, my father calls me. It sounded like somebody died. You reconnoitered. You, you basically, you, you wanted to get ahead. You wanted to know what you were heading into. Oh, yeah. When you got the call. All yeah. Right. So my sisters are like, well, they got your credit card bill. And I was like, oh, boy, here we go. And uh, now I know I what some of you people. they still get your bill. Mm. Some people in Richmond are saying, this is, uh, how old are you now? 20, I'll be 28 on Friday. 28-year-old, yes. Yes. The kid was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. His mom and dad get the credit card bill. Yeah. Nicely done. Unfortunately. <laughs> do we have to tell the ladies in Richmond that? Yes, we do. Like you said, you know, they're going to fight on eventually. Yeah. You may as well be honest with them right up front. Beth from Richmond's on the phone, and she needs to know what's going on here. It's a new show. She has to understand the players, right, Beth? Right. Good morning. Yeah, welcome. Good morning. Welcome to D. Snyder Radio. Uh, so, are you enjoying it already? Yes, I love it. I've been a big fan of yours for a long time. Well, thank you. The thing that I love about me is <laughs> oh there's so many things i know Such there's so many things to love about me is uh is, no actually what i'm really happy about with this show beth and i'm talking to beth from richmond because mm-hmm. because oh, my co-host name is beth hi beth hi <laughs> uh what i really like is that i have so many people who were not fans of my music but who love the show as well so it's great people who enjoyed things that i've done whether it's my movie or or uh the records i made they love the show, but also people who, you know, never really were fans of mine before are finding that they can enjoy D. Snyder Radio as well. And even people who say things like, you were in a band? Yeah, I like yeah. that one. Beth, Beth from Richmond, you've got a job to do. What's my job? You got it. You, you, I now dub thee a peep, and uh, you must go and spread the word and tell people to tune into D. Snyder Radio and, and give it a shot. 
Well, I just got to work, and I plan on telling everyone how great it is. Yeah, ex- please, thank you, thank you, Beth. And and you started work already. It's it's only seven fifteen. Yeah, I have to be there at seven thirty. Man, that sucks. No, my job sucks worse. I have to be here at five thirty. All right, Beth, keep listening. We'll talk to you soon. So anyway, Nick. Yeah. So I'm approaching my house and I see my father outside, <laughs> and he's sitting out there, and he sees. I know he sees me coming, and Shut he's. Up, <laughs> he's sitting well, outside. Well, there aren't many other civics in Longmeadow, so. He's sitting out there with a shovel, a wheelbarrow, and another barrel out there. And I'm like, what doesn't sound want? good. I get out of my car. What time of day is this? 10.30 in the morning. have you dig your own grave <laughs> and then bury you in it. <laughs> what is this, ma'am? <laughs> No. It's over. Ah, it's old school Italian there. He said, I'm old school. Don't you dare say a word to me. <laughs> there are three shrubs that got to be dug up in the backyard. <laughs> you could start there. And then we'll talk. Now, were you dressed for the gig or were no, you No, wearing- I was in jeans. Well, I don't know. I was in jeans and shoes, you know. I wasn't planning on going and working. You didn't have your fat shoes on because they were your Exactly. No, I didn't have those on. But I wasn't planning on working, you know, yard work to pay off my debt. But he said that I could start in the back with the shrubs and we'll work from there. And I said, listen, man. I said, listen, man, I don't think you know who you're talking to. No, I said, I'll do what I got to do. But when we talk, I'll I'll straighten everything out. And he said, you'll straighten everything out already. He's like, I'll straighten everything out. <laughs> and uh, for those of you in Richmond, my dad's like Italian and he's old school and he's uh, he's a lunatic. And he never beat me when I was growing up. But he's claim to, to fame. <laughs> Tearing Nick's shirts off <laughs> and throwing and my favorite my favorite defining moment in Nick's dad's uh, career as a psychopath uh, is when Let's Nick say disciplinarian disciplinarian okay, disciplinarian He's a nice man. was when Nick was driving him nuts on a cross country family trip. <laughs> okay, how psychopath. old are you, Nick? Um, I don't know. I was around ten, maybe. And he pulled over the side of the road and took Nick's <laughs> luggage and threw it into the woods. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a nice one. Right there. You know who you're dealing with. Right on the New Jersey territory. <laughs> yeah, right into the didn't even make it. And he didn't go back for it. No. <laughs> Just threw his luggage into the <laughs> Yeah, there's no talking to this guy. But That's uh, rational. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, I start working. I'm like, this sucks. So I, and my mom won't even come out and talk to me. So I'm on the second shrub digging this thing up. And I'm like, I'm going inside. I'm dealing with these two right now. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. yeah, I was trying to play tough. And then they go, do you realize that you went over your... And I said, yeah, maybe I went over my credit card. Because I've lost any access to cash. You were the know? wanted man? You <laughs> yeah. walked in there like the yeah. wanted man? And he pulls out my checkbook. Because I got checkbooks at home. I store them there. And uh, he, he goes... He stores them there. <laughs> yeah. And he goes... $954. I want a check to me now. I went 954 bucks over my credit card limit. They let you do that? I was just handing out the thing everywhere. You can't write a check that's not rubber for that much. I lost my debit card a few weeks ago, so I have no access to Did you ask me if you'll take a credit card? <laughs> 
I didn't know this banking stuff. I didn't know that you could actually go and write out a check and they give you cash and stuff like that. I, I can't knew, deal. I knew there I, were check cashing places, but I knew they took a certain percentage. You didn't know you could percentage. write a check to you. What do you think people did before bank cards? Dude, I had a kid when I was 28 years old. I was married. I had a house. Yeah, well. Dark Side's married. Dark Side, you've been strangely silent. <laughs> yeah, I'm letting him dig his own hole here. Okay. Dark Side's got a kid. He's kind of married. <laughs> <laughs> kind of has a house, too. Yeah. Well, um, I did learn that I could go to the bank, though, and I, I wrote I wrote the chick check there, the bank teller, and she gave me the cash right there. It was nice. See that? Look at that. So it wasn't yeah. a total loss. But, um, yeah, things didn't go well, but my mom and I made up a little bit, but my dad is... Uh, he said that I must come home on certain days now, and um, there I to work I, off your debt. Yeah, and there would be certain times during the day where he's going to call me to check in on these things. So you feel shame? Yeah, it's a mess. Oh my god! Yeah, he's got you know, short yeah, it's a mess, and Oof. I'm and I'm so I I had my head down so much to see these people in my town. You gotta tell the people in Richmond I live like in it's like godsend town. It's beautiful. It's called Longmeadow, Massachusetts, and in, it's in Western Massachusetts. This is where he yeah. grew up. He doesn't currently reside there in his one room. Long Meadow Reed stuck up. No, I know the people in Richmond and Virginia area, a lot of you have trucks and stuff, but you're only allowed to have SUVs in uh, Long Meadow. No open, like, flatbeds or anything like that. snob. Yeah. So I was pretty embarrassed. Don't worry, we got a commercial break. I'm going to go there and smack him for you, Richmond. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, the kind so, of guy I am. Yeah, that weekend hey, stuff kind of sucked. Dark side. Yeah. Didn't have a good weekend. No, no. My weekend started off decent and then went down the crapper yesterday. Oh, kind of like Nick's. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> but not. Yeah, but I'm not. not. I'm not that much in debt. <clears throat> no, I, uh, we went to the Durham Fair, this local fair that's up here. We went there on Saturday, and that totally sucked. Why? And because you end up parking like five miles away and taking a commuter school bus <laughs> to the fair. You, Darkside Dave, forced to take a t school bus with like Michelle, a common person? With Michelle, Connor, and a big stroller. Connor's is how old now? Uh, ten and a half months. All right, so we finally got there. A lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah, it sucked, man. We got there. It was a half hour wait just to get through the gate. Wow. And then it was such a pain in the ass pushing the carriage around with so, all these people everywhere. It sucked, dude. Yeah, but you're, what you're complaining about is the, the line and the amount of people that went there. Right. How was the content of the fair? Say there wasn't these huge lines. Was... How was the fair itself? I guess it would have been all right. You know, they had a couple uh, buildings that had like llamas and stuff like that in it. So we cruised through there. It was like, you know, cool. Kind of dug the llama. Yeah, yeah. Some goats and stuff like that. And uh, I got a new leather vest and stuff. They had a nice so leather boots going loss? on. So no, was that, that was the only Did they have fried it. everything, like fried oh my dough? God, yeah. There was so much food there. This was like the, it's the, all the about most eating. amount of food yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. It's a fair. And then the bus ride back, the line to get on the bus was over an hour long. See, that's tough. So, yeah, I mean, it, it just, it, you know, the negative definitely mm, outweighed the positive yeah, on no. that. And then yesterday, cruising back from my parents, you know, I swung over to my parents' house to say, hi, how you doing? And on the way back, I got rear-ended in New Britain at you're, a stoplight. You're kidding. No, it totally sucked. I'm, like, sitting Is there. Is the guy going fast or just No, tapped? I mean, he, he, started, he looked like he tried to slow down 
Wait, then, what did it hit? The pickup truck? My pickup truck, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, that's all I need is another dent in it, dude. Mm. And you know what sucks, too, is... Well, yours, your pickup's not all messed up. You keep it pretty nice. Yeah, it's it's, it's okay. There's a few scratches and dings in it here and yeah, there. Yeah, well, you but, punched it in anger. Yeah, well, that was the rear view mirror. But the thing, you ever, if anybody's ever been rear-ended by somebody, you know what it's like when you're looking in the rear view mirror and you see it about to happen and there's nothing you can uh. do. It's like I looked I looked ahead of me, maybe I can gun it and, and miss this dude or something, but there was cars stopped right in front of me, so I had nothing to do but just slant, you know, hit the brakes as hard as I could and just take it. Man. So that explains the neck brace. Yeah. <laughs> I almost got out, dude. I, I it took every ounce of energy for me not to kick this dude's ass. Who hit you? I don't know, some kids. Did you get his insurance or Yeah, I got all I know, I got all I got all the kid? Uh, yeah, he was about maybe 17, 18 years old. Had a buddy with him. Was I'm he like, Malvi? I don't care too. He was bringing was it on. Was he Malvi? Oh, no. When I got out of the car, I'm, I went to well, the back of my guy. truck and I, I, I just looked at my truck. I'm like, oh, I'm getting pissed off. And I looked over at him. And he rolls up his window. There it is. So, yeah, that just capped off my week. Uh, and then the Buccaneers lose. I don't even want to get into it. Not a good weekend for Dave. Darcy Day. Oh, We're taking a break. Come back. Um, Beth Lockwood. My co-host. See, when I got here, she was a single girl, mm-hmm. but not like a traditional single girl. Pretty, pretty straight-laced. Dare I say you're pretty straight-laced, Beth? Sometimes. Yes, uh, but but cool, but straight. And uh, so she got married, and she, I mean, she did it. And uh, and we've been talking about your wedding all last week. I'd love to hear your reactions, seeing as how I put a lot of time and effort into planning. Well, we're actually curious about your perception of. Us at your wedding. All right. Because... Uh, Which I will tell you, it's so you have been married, so you know it is like you're not even in the real world no, during not. the wedding. No, little... Oh, no, we know. It's we, so foggy. We barely got to see you. Yeah. And we, we will talk about that when we return, because we got to catch up. We haven't seen Beth in over a week, mm-hmm. and people in Richmond just meeting her, and the people in Hartford are dying to hear about. <laughs> I know you're not going to tell us about sex and stuff, so we'll just have to deal with hearing the stuff that you can tell us about. Stick around for more D. Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104 in Hartford and XL 102 in Richmond, Virginia. Drop half of the Metal Guard with D. Snyder Radio. It's D. This is David. This is Dan from Disturbed. And you're listening to D. Snyder on Radio 104. Let's go. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Ooh, new music buzz. Mm, creepy. Creepy, man. Real creepy. Good morning, everybody. Things are different now on XL102. If you're just tuning in, yeah, it's that D. Snyder, the guy from, uh, you know, Twisted Sister. And some I do talk about my band once in a while, but it's not all about that. It's all about having fun and waking up with an effing smile on your face, whether you like it or not. I demand a smile. That's what they, that's what they told <laughs> us when they hired him here, so just get used to it. Big You'll smile. Like Big smile. Hey, the numbers that you need to know, all people in Hartford, uh, the old school peeps. Now the Hartford people are the old school. Uh, brand new toll-free numbers. You can call us for free now. 866-550-4D. And those of you who have held on the line for long periods of time on your cell phone will appreciate this number. Oh, actually, I don't think on cell phones that changes anything. Yeah, you're still effed. Yeah. That is such a scam. 
those cell phone companies, they should just be like a regular phone. They don't have to play that. You know, you charge either way. 860-560-4DEE. And the new email address, dsnyderradio at clearchannel.com. And check this out. If you want to get like right into the loop and say, what the hell is this all about? Our listeners, we call them the peeps, the peeps, they got a website that they put together themselves, dsnyderradio-peeps.org. You go there, and people hang out, there's a message board, and they talk, and they they snoop around a lot, too, <laughs> <laughs> trying to find out what's going on with D. Snyder Radio. And I have some letters here of interest. Uh, welcome back to Beth. Thank you. Howie the Man writes, uh, <clears throat> welcome back, Beth. You were missed. Thanks, Howie. I hope you had a wonderful time and are still experiencing honeymoon passion. Well, it's only been a week. I certainly hope so. I wish you could have heard Chaz doing the show. She kept the boys in their place. I knew she would. And I think she bonded with Dee. You think we bonded, man, Chaz? Mm, I saw you guys getting pretty close. No, I, I mean, I mean, I don't mean? think. No, you guys always I talk. And I didn't feel like there was a lack of bond. I always felt Chaz and I, you know, were... were kindred spirits in a yeah, lot of ways. Yeah, but people don't see you guys interacting in the hall here, so maybe that's the yeah. first time they've experienced Well, we got it. to spend time on the yeah. show, and she got to see something, uh, you know, a little different. Um, and, uh, well, here's a letter about your wedding, but let me just say hey to John from Richmond, who's on the phone. Good morning, John. How are you? Hey, man. What's going on, Jay? Good. Welcome to the show. Uh, were you a little surprised today when you heard me on the air? Well, I'll be honest with you, uh, I usually listen to another station. I will remain unnamed. Okay. And it came up on a commercial, and I started surfing around, and all of a sudden I heard you talking. I was like, well, wait a minute now. I've heard him late at night on XL, like Sunday nights. Oh, yeah. And I was like, let me listen. I thought maybe just a little bit of an infomercial. So I kept listening. I was like, oh, this is kick-ass. This is great. <laughs> right on, John. Right on. <laughs> yeah, man. I, just, I, I mean, I grew up with the sister. I, I loved everything you did, the, the movies. I saw the VH1 special. I like how you shot straight from the heart. You're like, hey, we were here. We effed up. We got back on our feet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. You got a lot of these stars. You're going, oh, this person screwed me over, and, and this person screwed me over. And you were like, hey, no, I screwed me over. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame anybody but myself. <laughs> that was really cool. Uh, you were really upfront and honest. You were like, hey, listen, I was one of the, I mean, we were the top band at that time, and then within a year, I was riding a bike to work. And it was cool that you did that. And I like—I just really like how you shoot from the hip, and I like the show. So well, I thanks, tell you man. what, man, I'm, I'm thrilled. Give it a shot, and I think you'll like it. Spread the word, John. I dubbed thee a peep. All right, here we go. Now, here's a letter about Beth's wedding, since we're going to talk about Beth's wedding. Dear D, you guys were kind of harsh on Beth's friends when you were cracking on Nick. I didn't think we were. This was their family and friends. I don't know if you remember what you were saying, but that was Beth's wedding day. With all the planning, I'm sure she wanted everyone to feel comfortable at her wedding, including her work partners. My family had a saying when we walked into a place where we just didn't fit in, and that was, let's not scare the straight. <laughs> 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 Show the woman some respect on her most important day and try to keep it cool. Beth, congratulations on the wedding. SMF Rich. Thank you, Rich. What did you guys say? Nicholas, I know that you'll tell me the truth. Um, I, I don't... <clears throat> I just like to say that I don't, don't think we bashed, intentionally bashed anybody at your wedding. 
Well, I don't think that there was anybody to bash. If there was not our intention, if if there was inadvertent bashing, it was, I think that's what Rich is saying, that we, mm-hmm. you know, if you think what you were saying, that there was some sort of implied insults to other people. Um, we were basically saying that we were sort of strangers in a strange land. That we felt very much like we didn't blend, Beth. Well, granted, I don't think anyone else was wearing a leather suit. Well, or, or a $35 eBay special like Dark Side Dave. <laughs> Which I will say, Dark Side Dave, had you not told me that you bought that at an eBay auction, I would never have known. I know. I was looking around at all the other people, and I put my hand in the pocket like everybody else did, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, so you looked too <laughs> yeah. comfortable. Totally. And, and Mudbone, yeah. he had a nice suit. You see Mudbone's Mudbone suit? Mudbone looked there he styling. Is. Mudbone, you were styling. Thank you, Beth. <laughs> yeah, but he always does. I was not surprised. Yeah, and, uh, and um, so but we were saying that you know, well, first of all, we know you're okay. This is the, this is the beauty of this show. We, we say it's like the, the the movie, The Breakfast Club. We've got different people here, and for the most part, most of us wouldn't hang out with each other. Certain people might have been in similar circles, like Beth might have wound up at a kegger at college <laughs> with Nick and some of his friends, and might have, but necessarily, I don't think you guys would have been a whole buddies or nothing. Likewise, me and Dark Side, we'd mm-hmm. probably wave at each other in the hall, and we wouldn't beat each other up out of mutual respect. But um, and he's, he was kind of a musician too, so you know we might get a, we might hang a little more. But there's different personalities here, and you are a wasp, and uh, I call you pilgrim, and uh, you are very straight, and it should not have been no surprise to anybody that at your wedding, there was a lot of very straight, traditionally straight people there. Do you think so? I don't, I don't mean sexually, are, I mean are, traditionally. are pretty cool. I didn't say that nobody wasn't cool or anything like that. I just said that we found a need to group together around that yeah. very small table at the Wadsworth Museum reception and cling to each other for security. Nick, I noticed that you were hanging out with my college friends a lot. Oh, they, uh, they loved you. Yeah, he I was uh, so bailed on our <laughs> table. He's so bailed. You a went stag oh, to a wedding. Oh he went stag to a wedding. I know. I invited him with a date. So, what's wrong with that? I figured. Who are you going to pick up? There are always chicks at weddings. There were some singles, yeah. You know what I mean? So I figured that's a better place than any that I could think hey, of. Bring I mean, on the bitches. Yeah, there's music, there's dancing, there's people drinking, open bar and stuff like that. What better place to pick up a girl than at a wedding? You know, they get that fever and I stuff. I can think of a lot of better places <laughs> to pick up a wedding. Like but, most. Beth, you'll be happy to know that... Uh, the library's better than a, than a wedding. Yeah. The only individual who was at the wedding that they attacked was myself. Um, <laughs> That's good to but, know. Uh, that was pretty <laughs> harsh, but... Uh, he got fried. Yeah, I got killed last week for hanging out with your friends, and you'll be happy to for know abandoning that... abandoning us. Uh, I didn't abandon you, You D. bailed so I fast. did not I abandon you. You and me, we don't hang out. But uh, you and Darkside, and well, we we do on a working kind of thing, <laughs> and I like you, but we don't hang out. I got my wife, I got my kids. I'm freaking 20 years older than you, bro. We don't hang out. Okay. Uh, but you and Sean and Darkside, I mean, it might be said that you guys are quite friendly. You go for every mm-hmm. smoking break together. Mm-hmm. Darkside asked you to be the best man at his wedding. Mm-hmm. When you're in trouble, I happen to know the first person you call is Darkside, and the first person he calls is you, as bizarre as that might seem, because you too. Because <laughs> he's like some, I don't know, he's like from the Appalachia or something, and you're from Longmeadow, from this ritzy, glitzy town. But, when push came to shove, the fact was you 
headed for the yacht club. <laughs> you were over there with like your ascot and your blazer with the emblem on it with your gin and tonic. And, oh, um, I'll catch you later, lads. <laughs> I'm here with Biff and, and, and Todd. Beth and put together a very nice wedding and I thought it would be nice you, for man. some of us to socialize with some of her friends and family there. And that's I all I I took pictures doing. with people. See? No. I, think, I appreciate that. You guys Thank were you huddled around that. the table like a bunch of retards making jokes <laughs> oh. and stuff. And then I was like, I mean, I was like, up there and bet they were like calling your friends Biff and Todd and That's stuff right. and making fun of them. One of them was named Todd. I think <laughs> there was one named Todd. It's just a coincidence. They might have described some of the people there as clear or something like that. But <laughs> These people were so white they were clear. Who's <laughs> the whitest bunch of people I ever met? Yeah. I also did. It was a very classy event. How it. was the food? I didn't even get to eat. Food I heard was, it was delicious. Great. Was very nice. Good. Very delicious. Dark side was a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he's just used to like a hunk of chicken, <laughs> some potatoes, and some you know, and some greens. And you know, they kind of mixed everything yeah. together. Your guys, it was it was classy. It was had at a wedding. There was a a tour of the Picasso exhibit, which I know that none of you took. I was busy. <laughs> I cannot believe you went back. To, you know, went back to the apartment. Don't think that we were taking pictures. We didn't see you scampering back to your apartment with your wife. That's old school. Nothing That's like that. Hey, if you had an apartment across the street from the reception, it was like, hmm, my wife, my apartment, or the, the Picasso exhibit. I, what do you think I'm going for? Did you guys see my wife? Oh man, she looked great. And I described your wedding as being classy. And efficient. <laughs> okay. I guess that's okay. It was a very efficient wedding. We noticed you're very, it was very death-like. It was like, it was, a matter of fact, I think that you probably could, you probably in your mind saw it even more efficient than it was. I tell you, you've been married. It is surreal. You feel like you're not even really there. It's such a bizarre feel feeling. Yeah. Walking down the aisle and standing up on the altar it's like another world. Even the being at the reception, you know, we ran around and talked to everybody, and then when we finished, it was almost over. Well, I think we're going to be talking more about this in future days as you get some mail and you want to ask us some questions <laughs> about some of the things that might have been said over the past few days. But next up, it's time for the news. Is it not this Lockwood? Sure. Can thing. you uh, tease our listeners and give them an inkling of where you might be going with your news stories? Well, I'll tell you things that are happening, of course, with uh, the Taliban and all of those types of things. But also, the Forbes list for the richest Americans, that's out. Find out who's on it. Don't look at me. I'm not there yet. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. <laughs> also, man finds severed penis in bottled fruit drink. I know you'll want to hear about oh! that. Oh! It's that time of year again. The Guinness Book of World Records is out. I'll tell you some of the brand new entries in that. Also, what is said to be the world's largest pumpkin has been produced. Movies from over the weekend. And J-Lo also gets married. No. Yes. That bitch. All right. Well, stick around for more d Standard Radio now on Radio 104 in Hartford and XL 102 in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, baby. Can I just say that you rule the earth? But you can call me D. D. Snyder Radio 104. D. E. E. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. 
was any more pumped, I'd be twins. I'm telling you. This is great. This is great. And unlike my dear friend and mentor, I ain't waiting until I'm number one in Richmond before I go down there. I'm leaving now. <laughs> See you guys later. Bye. No, no. We're, we're, we, gotta, we do things here on the show. D. Snyder Radio Night at... But sometimes maybe a WWF event or another time maybe a local hockey game or a baseball game or a movie or something like that. And we're definitely going to be spreading the love, heading down and partying with the peeps down at XL102. And I know there will be many of them. And look at this, you know, that's what I love about our peeps so much. They're so welcoming and forthcoming and whatnot. Uh, Ignaps here. Says, D, I just wanted to wish you all the best of luck on your first day of syndication. A little word of caution, though. You have two years of D. Snyder Radio history that your new listeners will have to catch up on. I suggest you start slowly. You wouldn't want to scare off any new listeners. <laughs> well, to that end, he says, oh, by the way, he says, so if I were you, I wouldn't even mention Nick for the first two months. <laughs> Too late. Too late. We yeah. should have read that earlier. But we are putting together a player's guide uh, because, you know, I, I've tuned into new shows and go, well, who was that? And you know, just trying to follow what's going on because there is history. And we're going to uh, put together a player's guide online. DSnyderRadio.com will be up later this week and you'll be able to just go there and you hear a reference like Mako. Who's Mako? Oh, we'll go to my player's guide under M, Mako. D's best friend, legally insane, godfather of, uh, uh, godfather of sunshine and of questionable employment. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he does stuff. Uh, subject, hello, Richmond. D, it's like seeing your little one off to, to school for the first time. I want to keep you all for myself. It sucks when they grow up. Mm -hmm. Hope all goes well. SMFDSR Joe Rock. Diesel Doug says, for all the peeps that have been listening the past two years, October 1st is our D-Day. It has begun. For the new peeps out there, welcome to our world. I'm sure you'll come to love the show and crew as much as we all do. If I can speak for everyone, I'd just like to say welcome aboard and enjoy the ride. That's from Diesel Doug. That's nice. nice. And Gills or Giles? Giles. Oh, Chris and Terry. So first and foremost, congrats on the first step on going to the coast. Virginia will never be the same. And huge congratulations to Beth to her uh, and to her long and blissful marriage. Thank you so much. See that? Isn't that beautiful? Fred from Cheshire's on the line. He's, he, he's uh, hey, Fred, how you doing? Hey, big guy. How you doing this morning, man? It's a little shaky. We had a big wedding this weekend down in Richmond. You owe me big time, man. Oh, you were down in you were in Richmond. I was in Richmond. Oh, I'm still there, man. Right on. <laughs> Isn't it cool hearing us down there? Oh man, it is. But <laughs> don't stop giving the heart for traffic, will you? They don't know what you're talking about. Is the heart for traffic going out over the air there? <laughs> Seriously? About 84 Route 8 and stuff. And the guys go, "What are you talking about?" Uh, well, that's well. We're working out the kinks there. We, yeah. See, you're not supposed to hear the chart for traffic. You're supposed to have your own traffic down there. But anyway, so you were down at the wedding. You were yeah, telling we came people down to a big wedding Saturday. Uh, Mike and Darlene got married, and uh, they're my kids and their kids, and they get together every summer and have a big vacation. They call the Freak Club. So it was a big Freak Club wedding. We do that every morning on the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's kind of like uh, your show. But I, I told them all about the show. You and. 
and I told him not to listen to Nick, and you know, <laughs> I was hoping Beth was back. I didn't know if she was going to be back from my honeymoon. Oh, we couldn't start. I matter, couldn't miss it. As a matter uh, of fact, Fred, as it went, was we were supposed to start up. Of all things, of course, was the day Beth left for her honeymoon. So, uh, and we delayed it for a week. But when you know, as luck would have it, but we delayed it. We couldn't start without Beth. Are you kidding? And we'll be right, Fred. While you're down there, keep spreading the word, and we'll see you back yeah, in we'll, Connecticut. We'll do all a right. Tough job trying to find out. What city are we going to be in? Yeah, we were being, we had to be kind of secretive because, you know, some poor bastard lost his gig on Friday. Yeah, you so. know how I found out? How? I had this, I'm a dentist, so I had this clear channel guy in my chair, and I had to drill, drill over his head. <laughs> and I said, man, where are you going to be in Virginia? And he goes, oh, Richmond. <laughs> You'll be a dentist. <laughs> what a nice guy. Thanks for the call, Fred. Uh, Beth, I think it's time to get into some news. Radio Headlines. Well, opposition forces fighting Afghanistan's rulers claim hundreds of Taliban soldiers, including a Taliban commander, have defected. The opposition, the Northern Alliance, also says it's made territorial gains in the country's northern mountains. Interesting. That's so now basically their leaders are starting to bail. At least one, I think, and hundreds of underlings. You know, I mean, have you heard their, their latest thing is they basically said, told their people, don't panic. The United States doesn't have the courage, right. the guts to attack us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you know, I, you got you laughing over there. You say, well, what are you supposed to say? You know, I mean, I mean, it's like Nick. Afghanistan's like Nick. <laughs> a lot of talk. No, I don't mean you're Afghani. I mean, it just they have a beard and a turban or anything. I mean, but you talk a big game. No one talks crap more than you. You're all, oh, you're so badass, and you're going to take them on. Come on, bring out all And you get squashed. <laughs> you know you get squashed, but you, I mean, on one hand, you got to sort of smile at you and go, that's cute, kid. <laughs> that's cute. And then we'll kick your ass. You mean I'm not intimidating? Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe with a turban. Well, people are gradually getting back into airplanes. The Air Transport Association said flights were 46% full last week. That's up from 39% a week ago. If you're among those set to fly again, expect tougher security, although some airports are again allowing curbside check-in, which I noticed yesterday in San Francisco, and had they not lost our reservation, we would have utilized that. So, (laughs) no, wait a minute, wait a minute. First of all, you told me um, that uh, Bradley's really beefed up security. Well, <laughs> their first flight was at 6, and they opened the ticket counter at 5.15. Oh, so no one even started going through security till like 20 minutes before their flight. Yeah, but I heard Barney Fife like, had his bullets all polished up and everything you know, like say that. Say what you will, I... Could not love more traveling out of a small airport, especially after going through nightmares in San Francisco but you and gotta, Chicago. You got to expect that. Um, you got to expect, you know, problems now and delays. And you mm-hmm. told me, you told me you would not know that there was a problem with air travel in San Francisco. It was a mob scene. I can't imagine what it's like on a day that it's full capacity. I think they. I think. Um, I think. That's because the gay community's fired up out there. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Well, no, but you know why? You know about those four jocks who were on that one flight that crashed outside Pittsburgh? You know, the one plane that went down? Yeah, sure. One of the guys. You know, they figured out that there was four guys there who mm-hmm. got together and charged the uh, charged the cockpit and foiled that whole plan. And one of the guys is this big, bad, gay rugby player. And I heard out in San Francisco, they are like, 
We're here. We're right. queer. We're yeah. flying. Yes, that's right. So they're like, they're just going to attack. Ah! They're just going to attack anybody who tries anything. No one's going to start yeah. with them. They've, they've made their message. I have a question for you. Sure. Are you in the Mile High Club by any chance? No, sir. <laughs> Damn! The planes were could not have been more crowded. And we saw all the 49ers at the airport in San Francisco. And they all were getting wanded just like everybody else. And there were these little tiny Japanese ladies wanding these big monster football players. It was quite a scene. Football players are like a different breed. They're so much huger than you expect them to be. And because you see them right together, you think they look kind of, because they look about the same. I remember going down to the Jets training camp, and I'm a pretty big guy, and I walk in with the 80s hair. Mm-hmm. This is in the 80s. I got five inch platform shoes and I am looking up to these people like I'm like a little kid in school. Monsters. Monsters is right. Huge guys. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lawmakers pushing to open Reagan Washington National Airport plan to meet with senior White House officials today to explore ways to resume business. Area lawmakers down there hope to find out concerns and recommendations of the administration. National is the only major airport remaining closed since those September 11th terrorist attacks. I guess they got to just go outside. I mean, there's other airports within driving distance from Baltimore, DC. Yeah, Dallas. it's not still. That far if you away. had a flight booked months in advance, sure. Is there an airport? There, in there is. I know because they read the connecting flight. It's only like an hour away from DC. So, so they they got ways of getting out of that yeah. town. Well, Chelsea Clinton has arrived to take her place at Oxford University. Her father is expected to stay with her for a few days to help his daughter settle in. 21-year-old Chelsea is... Yeah, that's the reason he's there. <laughs> international relations for two well, Chelsea, years. I'm going to go peruse <laughs> the town, local talent. A spokesperson is reported as saying Miss Clinton has indicated that she hopes to lead a normal student life both in terms of her studies and socially. Two years she's going to spend at Oxford. Where is Oxford? In England. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why do we care? Um, Wait a minute, he, no, he went to Oxford, didn't he? He did study oh, He's an well. alumnus. So. Yeah, you know he's hitting on the chicks. Why not? Well, Forbes is out with their list of richest... Because it's disgusting in his Amer- 50s. Americans. <laughs> Thank you, Dick. <laughs> and topping the list, of course, once again, with $54 billion is Bill Gates. Still holding fast to his spot. Followed by Warren Buffett and Paul Allen, who are two and Warren three. Warren Buffett? Margaritaville? He's the second wealthiest man in the world? That's Jimmy Buffett. Oh. Jimmy. Although, I, I feel I'll a little better about what, it. He'll piss pro- me off. He probably isn't too far from making this list, Jimmy Buffett. Bon Jovi's not on that list, is no, he? No, not that I see. I don't have really an entire list. piss me list. off. Although people <laughs> on the list, although not obviously way at the, up the top and not billionaires, include Oprah Winfrey, Vince McMahon, and our very own Vince yeah. McMahon and Martha Stewart. Oh, Martha, Nick, you got to get on that action. <laughs> Climb on that gravy train. Be uh, her she boy only lives toy. Yeah. Downstate, Nick. She's downstate. She's an attractive older woman. She really, it really is. Yeah. Have you seen her in the ad for Kmart in the pool? <laughs> <laughs> in the one piece? Good. That's a good look. And she makes great dinners, keeps a really nice house. Yeah, I could get in on that. Very clean. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she'd love to have you around messing it up. <laughs> She's well cleaned. I wonder if she'll like my room. What do you mean well cleaned? Like down there and shaved? I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. I'm sure. Good. 
keeps a nice house. He keeps everything in order. So. Well, like, you think there'd be like some huge unkempt bush down there? I would hope not. Who has ever thought about it? Well, I didn't until a second, but he asked me. Uh, I would like that. Can uh, we not talk about Martha this way? Oh, no, Sherelle. Cornrows. I know she's a little weird. I read Dreads. She, yeah, she stays up all night and stuff. She can't she sleep much. She has insomnia, I've Yeah, heard. she has insomnia, so. Which is perfect for you. I know, I know. That's what I'm oh, saying. Hey, Martha's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so cool if I could say, yeah, I'm being in Martha Stewart. Yeah. That was something you'll never say. You could walk yeah. her dogs. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a mystery surrounding the discovery of a penis inside a bottle of fruit drink. Colorado shop owner. Mystery solved. It's Sean. <laughs> <laughs> that's where it is. Thank you. No, because it's three inches. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> a Colorado shop worker found it after drinking two-thirds of the bottle oh. of Aura Potency, ironically, fruit What's punch. Oral? Aura oh. Potency Fruit Punch. Oh, my God. Please do not know how the three-inch segment got in there and are not sure if it belongs to an adult or a child. A pathologist... He Captain Winky! <laughs> yes. Confirms that, yes, he did find Captain Winky and that it is a penis. Uh... Police say this is a credible witness, and they have no idea how it got in there. The bottle was sealed when he opened it. Of course, the plant spokesperson is saying, didn't get in at our plant. Some that, kind of mystery. That's it, boy. <laughs> Put the dick down. <laughs> I was saying that all weekend, by the way. All weekend. <laughs> your, your sound bites. Yes. Well, I wasn't saying dick. I, was, I, was, I modified it. <laughs> yeah. I was saying, because Cody is like, he's just, ever since he's been a little baby, he's 11, a ball. A, we'd go into Toys R Us and he would freak mm -hmm. out when he saw the big ball bin. Mm -hmm. Ball, ball, freak. And now at 11, he's very athletic and as soon as any ball he picks up, he starts throwing it around no matter where you are. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's it, boy. Put the ball down. <laughs> then I had to tell him what the actual sound bite was. Um, that is really disgusting. I think that's the worst one we've ever heard. Have you seen my wiener? Which yeah, brings it's to in mind. a bottle of potency. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings to mind, you know, forget how they get the ship in the bottle. How do they get the dick in the bottle? <laughs> I know. How did he do that? That's amazing. It was folded up. All right, we're going to take a break. I'm I'm seducer, we select the keg first. <laughs> 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 was that the keg? Uh... We'll be back. We're going to take a break. Come back. More news. The hard, You can see this is real serious oh, news yeah. program. Very hard news. We like to give you, we want to arm you for the day ahead with stories like the dick in the bottle sure. and stuff. So stick around for more D. Snyder Radio on Radio 104 in Hartford and XL 102 in Richmond, Virginia. D. Snyder Radio. WMRQ Waterbury Hartford Radio 104. Snyder. Can I just say that you rule the earth? But you can call me D. D. Snyder Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder. D. Snyder Radio. Later on D-Center Radio, Rob Dibble from ESPN Radio's Dan Patrick Show will be on. 
He's our sports guy. He's our go-to guy. When it comes to sports, we like to talk to him once a week. The nasty boy. Pitching legend from the Cincinnati Reds. He's got the ring. Got the World Series mm-hmm. ring. He's badass. He's our kind of people. And also, be aware, brand new phone number to make it easy. 866-5504, the number 4D. Why is that easy? Because it's toll-free. 866-5504-D. And our email address, dsniderradio at clearchannel.com. Snyder with an I, people. And uh, I read every letter. Can't respond to any because there's so many. And some get read on the air, like this one right here. Before we get back into the news. It says, D and the gang, what's up? I'm a fan of the show, but ever since I moved to Virginia in May, something has been lacking in my morning radio. Realizing it was you guys. Uh, I used to call my boyfriend every week to ask him about the highlights. Then lo and behold, I heard through the grapevine, you guys are going to be syndicated and Virginia will be the first radio market you hit. Could this be true? Yes, it is true. She says she longs for an edition of At Home with Mudbone and Psycho Dan's Sagan Zivas with the Blitzkrieg rounds. It's all happening, Bridget, and I hope you're tuned in. We are on XL 102 and life will never be the same. Some reaction to Sebastian Box. A box. Sebastian Box is... <laughs> Sebastian Box. Thank you. I'm reading Bass. See, that was throwing me off. Sebastian Box visit on D Snyder Radio on Thursday. Did you hear he uh, recorded a version of Amazing Grace? No, I, I didn't. I wish that I had uh, he, been able to hear it, but of course I was drinking free wine in Napa. <clears throat> well, he was so moved by you know the tragedy in New York, as we all were, um, that he recorded this. It's online on his website, SebastianBach.com. It's an MP3 file you can download. There's no money to be made. He just wanted to oh, do this. this is a serious deal. Yeah, let's just play just a little bit of it. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Going his background music, I read these letters here. Here's Maria Van wrote, I am totally digging Sebastian on the show. Just when I thought I couldn't enjoy it more, he played his recording of Amazing Grace. D, I've still got the chills. What an amazing talent. Barb Boucher wrote, uh, Amazing Grace, it blew me away. Truly amazing. Cheryl Klein says, Wow, that has been my favorite hymn since I was a kid. What a beautiful voice he has, and what a gorgeous hymn. Please tell me how I can get a copy of this. I've got to add it to my CD collection. Well, the only way, Cheryl, is to download it at SebastianBach.com for free. It's an MP3 file and burn your own CD, but it's really nice. Mm-hmm. People really enjoyed them. All right, well, we'll invite Sebastian back some other time, but now we got to get back to the news. What's going on? Well, like I said, it's that time of year when the Guinness Book of Records comes out and we find out what new things people did just for the recognition of a blurb in a giant book. I'm afraid to hear this. Well, some people like to clean out their belly buttons just to clean them out. However, Australian Graham Barker likes to clean out his to collect the lint that gathers there. And he's been doing that every day since 1984, collecting a brand new world record of just 0.54 ounces, enough to get him... In the record book, at least this year, until some other lunatic says, oh, that's the record I'll break. 
And Dark Side's just a lunatic to do it. I could do that. You get some good lint in that belly button? Dude, you should see it, man. It now, smells, too. Uh, that's what I'm wondering <laughs> I about the smell. Do you spray Febreze on it or something? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, his collection is perfectly preserved and cataloged, so keep that in mind if you are looking to get in there next oh, year, Dark Side oh, so Day. So it's, he doesn't sit there gathering in a ball. He, like, dates it and stuff? He said, some people gaze in their navel for inspiration. I look into mine and see navel fluff. And that's all he had to say on the matter. How do you see your navel below the man boobs? <laughs> Dark side. Mirror. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, British guy, Ken Edwards, former rat catcher and oh, part-time entertainer. Oh, he pulled some out. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with you? Dude. Dark side. Why don't you, why do you, you shower this morning, didn't you? No, yeah. he showers at night, the night before, like a little baby. Well, how did it gather since you showered last night? I'm, how does it gather? I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those miracles <laughs> yeah. of nature. It really is. You know what? You should think about installing like a screen in there, like a clothes dryer. <laughs> yeah. And you can take it out. Yeah. Yeah, just clean the screen. <laughs> So this guy, Ken Edwards, used to catch rats, and he considers himself a part-time entertainer. He's in the record book this year for eating 36 medium-sized cockroaches in one minute. This happened on March 5th of this year. Disgusting. As part of his stage act, oh, it gets better. As part of his stage act, he also stuffs 47 rats down a pair of pantyhose while wearing them. <laughs> Sean's going, hey, that's a good time. <laughs> good hey, you haven't gotten anything else going on that, down there for a long time, Sean. Who is this guy? He's a British guy, Ken Edwards. Oh, man. Then there's Monty Pierce, who can catapult a coin just under 12 feet with his earlobe. That's a world record for furthest coin propulsion by an earlobe. I don't have it here if anyone else ever tried. Nick can uh, <laughs> propel a bottle. Yeah. Can you not talk about that? He thinks the people in Richmond are going to think less of him. Yeah. Oh, if I didn't say a word and just allowed you to extol your greatness over the next couple of months, they will think less of you. All they don't need my help. Another bizarre record includes the loudest burp. This also by British guy. Registered 118.1 decibels. Now that is comparable to a plane taking off. That's loud. Really loud. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, Dark Side. And yes, Maybe it smells year, too. <laughs> now in its 48th edition, the Guinness World Record 2002 has chapters on extreme sports, computers, medical marvels, robots, and of course the old classics fastest, slowest, tallest, and smallest. Check I it out. Got to admit that I have. When I was a kid, purchased a Guinness Book of World Records. We used to have one here in the studio. I don't know what happened. They are there. curious. Yeah. Well, I, would, I think it went with the flashback lunchbox. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dave Hill said, I'll be taking that with me. <laughs> no more fun facts for you people. Ooh. Teach you to let me go. <laughs> We're not going to know what happened to Adam Ant on I heard, April 8th, 1982. I heard XL 102 lost their uh, Guinness Book of World Records when the morning guy left on Friday. Oh. <laughs> You're already taking pot I don't even know him. Know. You know what? It's, it's just, I mean, it's all, it's all fair in radio it's and radio. war. I mean, it's radio. You know they're going to like show me the door one day. No way. <laughs> they might show it to you. You're not going. It's going to be very different. The day they want to get rid of me, it's going to be a very different departure. Trust me. It's going to be a brawl. It's a big, big brawl. Rolling out the door, fighting and kicking. Yeah. Somebody's getting hurt. I get, Todd's listening to this in the office right now. Taking notes. And John going, who hired this guy? Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, how much do you think the biggest pumpkin in the world weighs, if you had to venture a guess? Looking at Dark Side's stomach, I'd have to say um, biggest pumpkin. Now, Sean's a better judge. I'm going to go with 147 pounds. You are That's so far bitch. off. It is 1,260 pounds and is being billed as the world's largest pumpkin. It was grown in Massachusetts and displayed at the Topsfield, Massachusetts Fair. It's 250 pounds heavier than the pumpkin displayed as the world's heaviest at last year's fair. Do you ever see one of those champion, world champion biggest pumpkins? They look like a fat person jumped off the top of a building. (laughs) It's like they're they're, they're not even a pumpkin shape. They're big, flat pancakes spilled out over the back end of a, of a pickup truck mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't count. It should have to be at least pumpkin shape. You'd hope. And it orange. would hope. Yeah. yeah, big and orange and round. Giant jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. It'd be like the D. Snyder jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. So big. If my head was a pumpkin, it would be championship <laughs> level. <laughs> it's a big if, but... Well, the German government has gone ahead and released its official definition of rock and pop music. Minister of State for Cultural Affairs thought this was something important to do. It is defined as, quote... Yeah, terrorism all over the world, and this guy's working on a definition of rock and pop. Nobody's wasting time over there. Quote, an entity of all musical forms that are usually created with the help of electronic amplifiers and follows the broader taste in music, usually for dancing, that is spread through the media and live concerts. Chancellor Gerhard Schroeder has frequently been overheard humming tunes by his favorite band, the Scorpions. Yeah! They still love them in Germany. Yeah. Where, what country is this? Germany. They're huge in Germany. Well, they're, they're German, aren't Euro- they? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're like, they're like deities in Germany. Rock you like a hurricane. Right on. I had this tape. Did you? I did. Did I bring it with you this weekend? On I your, actually, uh, no, but I had room? the version before they had to change it because it was racy on the cover. Oh, uh-huh. wow. You had, See, this is a little chink in the arm of Beth Lockwood. <laughs> Prior to being this Miss Goody Doo-Shoe, she owned my album, uh, a couple of uh, a couple of Van Halen records, and a Scorps record. Yeah, right on. Back in the day. <laughs> Sorry, we just got caught up in there. Well, it was a big weekend for singer-slash-actress Jennifer Lopez, of course, also known as J-Lo. She went ahead and got married to her dancer and choreographer boyfriend, Chris Judd. This is according to her publicist. She's 31. He's 32. This is her second marriage, his first. They got married Saturday night in a private ceremony in Los Angeles. About 170 people attended. She wore a very lacy and low-cut Valentino. She got a great ass! Yeah, I heard it was the maid of honor. <laughs> <laughs> honeymoon in an undisclosed location Hoo-ah. and will live in Los Angeles. Her ass gave her away. Um, <laughs> 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 on more levels than one. <laughs> Imagine what a fart must sound like oh. if she farts that ass. I caught some of that movie, Selena, this weekend. Just like two minutes of it. Oh, yeah, I cannot minutes, believe right. how big her ass was back then. Well, she oh has my lost god! Weight since Selena. Do you think she breaks wind? Of course she does. My wife. She's is. a human being. My my wife's an inhuman being. I know. It's nice. It's nice. You know when you when you're down oh. and getting busy. You know you know there's no chance of getting it in the face. Oh. <laughs> it's like burrito farts. 
I'm very excited. I'm in Richmond, Virginia now. <laughs> My wife, just for the record, jot this down, has never farted. I've been with her for 25 years. She's never broken wind. As far wind. as you know. Standing bounty, two grand for a fart, two grand for a smell. She cannot conjure up one if she tried. Although she can burp like a wild woman. <laughs> She's got that going She's for She's all big, loud, voluminous nice. burps. And she goes, ooh, I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> ooh, I'm bad. A lot of people went back to the movies this weekend, and Michael Douglas's new thriller, I'll Never Tell, oh, Don't yeah, Say yeah. a Word, came in number one, 18 million, followed by Zoolander with Ben Stiller, then Hearts in Atlantis. And the, uh, and the Kings, the, uh, uh, the oh, little the band. Oh, the Little Kings. The Little Kings. Yeah. The Dwarf Band, they're in there. Uh, Hearts in Atlantis, Hardball, and then the others made $5 million coming in at number five. I believe the boring is still making money. That Some people movie must is it. disappointing. Some sports highlights, Red Sox 8-5 over Detroit. Baltimore and the Yankees, after 15 innings, were in a 1-1 tie. And it started raining, so they called that game. I was wondering what the deal was with yeah. that. I saw a draw in baseball. I know. Yeah, it never happens, but it's the end of the season, so there's no reason to make up the game. Who are they playing? The Orioles, Cal Ripken's last trip to Yankee Stadium. He went 0 for 7. Ooh. 0 for 7. Ugh. He whiffed out there. I are you ready Cal. to go, Daddy? Yep. Woo! Is it that time already? What's that smell? It's coming from me. It's not really the iron. I got to start doing morning radio in Hartford. (laughs) Mets over Atlanta 9-6. Football. Patriots get a big win without Drew Bledsoe. 44-13 over the Colts. Giants beat the Saints 21-13. Baltimore 20-13 over Denver. And Kansas City beats the Redskins 45-13. And Jeff Gordon won in a six-lap shootout at the inaugural NASCAR Winston Cup Protection 1-400 at the Kansas Speedway. Yeah. yeah. I think there was like 14 yellow flags and everything. Oh, it was a good time. It was awesome. Uh, well, uh, speaking of sports, that is up next on D. Steiner Radio. Our good friend Rob Dibble from ESPN's Dan Patrick Show will be calling in. He's a nasty boy. In case you're not familiar with Rob, I mean, who doesn't know the nasty boy Rob Dibble? Uh, he was with the Cincinnati Reds, World, uh, World Series ring-wearing champion pitcher and all that stuff. We're going to talk to him in just a little bit, so don't go nowhere. This is D. Snyder Radio on Radio 104 in Hartford and XL 102 in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. D. Snyder Radio. Radio 104. D. Snyder. Can I just say that you rule the earth? D. Snyder Radio 104. Called the Dibble, but he's en route to his place of employment, which isn't here. <laughs> so we're going to push him back just a little bit. We'll talk to him in uh, about 15 minutes. Rob Dibble from ESPN Radio, Dan Patrick Show, with our weekly sports report, kind of a Monday morning quarterback kind of thing. A lot going on in the world of sports right now. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. We'll get in that a little bit. Oh, some more reactions to things we uh, things we've been talking about. Just yesterday, that's just well. Yesterday was Thursday. 
No, yesterday was Sunday. No, but yesterday meaning things we were talking (laughs) things we were talking about on Thursday, you know, the last day of the show. First of all, Eric from Waterbury uh, has some fourteen more things that Sean says every day. Killer man. Completely unreadable. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Completely unreadable. Yes, um. But it was killer. That's really funny. Good good stuff, Eric. <laughs> Dark Side Dave's laughing. He <laughs> only read the first one. Laughing out loud as well. Hey, but on a uh, nice, we did a fourth list, f- 14 things that uh, Sean says every day. They were pretty brutal, Matthew. You missed them. I think you can imagine. Psycho, put it this way, Psycho um, Dan wrote it. I think I heard most of them in the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, before you left. Right, mm-hmm. well. Howie the Man says, here's one thing Sean says. No matter how much you pick on Sean, about how fat he is, or how gay he acts, or how he sings, <laughs> Sean always says this. Whatever it takes for D. Snyder Radio. He is a loyal man to his friends and family. Howie the Man wrote That's that. That's true. It is true. Damn straight. And we do appreciate your loyalty. Thank you. We definitely do appreciate your loyalty. Uh, also, well, oh, I got, um, well, it was a list of 10, top 10 things that um, Nick says daily from Klepto Kyle, but I, re- <laughs> I reduced it to seven. All right. And uh, you people down there in Richmond on XL 102, some of this, you're still maybe trying to get the lay of the land. I'm sure you are. Uh, just stick with us. Once you figure out the players, it's fun. Okay. Top seven things that Nick says every day. Gin. Breakfast of champions. Not going to deny that. I wore these socks three days in a row, but they smell fine. I'm wearing them again. <laughs> oh, it's all, this is all before six o'clock in the morning. Yep. Here's number three. Uh, I still got a shot with Beth. She's into me. <laughs> <laughs> Marriage is no barrier to Nick. Okay, well, you know. It could be adult. <laughs> Good for you, Nick. Stick-to-itiveness. Um, hey, D, can I borrow a shirt? My dad tore all of mine. <laughs> uh, here's a number. I don't know what number this. Uh, ooh, I finally found a recap title. That's an hour of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> Nick, he re- oh, we didn't even do a recap this mm-hmm. morning. Mm-mm. Wow, we went recapless. Well, normally in the mornings, we have a recap in the 6 o'clock hour from the previous day's show. Like tomorrow, we'll have that. Continuing on. Uh, oh, here's one. Something Nick says every day. I can't come in this morning. I think I crapped out my intestines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. It's not that bad. We, these people in Richmond Nick, don't need to know you, this. You were in the bathroom at a bar on Friday night for how long? At least 20 minutes. That's bad. Yeah, you got problems, dude. And the number one thing Nick says every day is, uh, can I have a moment alone with this bottle, please? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Enough of that. Klepto Kai. Very nice list. Use your imagination about that one. And uh, back on Sebastian Bach, who was our special guest host on Thursday's show last week. Also had Dickie Barrett from Mighty Mighty Boston's in last week. Mick Foley, WWF legend Mick Foley was in. And uh, Chaz, afternoon drive person here at Radio 104, who did a great job as well. Uh, but there's some reactions. The monkey writes in and says, you've got to use the soundbite of uh, don't play it yet of Sebastian singing like a gasoline you want to pump me that was effing killer when he made fun of unskinny bop yeah he pointed out some lyrics in there that sort of slipped past people's radar Gordo says Sebastian Bach was hilarious was a hilarious guest host I hope Darcy gets a clip of him singing like a gasoline you want to pump me <laughs> uh, and uh, 
Pat from the Tuck says, damn that Sebastian Bach. He had to point out the stupid, like a gasoline you want to pump me line in that crappy poison song. And now I can't get the damn thing out of my head. It keeps running over and over again. I think it may drive me insane. Well, you know, say what you want about Unskinny Bop, but that letter couldn't be more true about how it gets in your head. Well, this, this is Sebastian talking about Unskinny oh. Bop. Here it is. I like a gasoline you want to pump me. <laughs> Gasoline, you want to pump me? Yes. <laughs> it's, 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 I like a gasoline, you want to pump me? It's you know like, what? like gasoline, you want you to know pump what me? It's like, how not metal is that? <laughs> <laughs> He's dying. And he, the worst thing is, C.C. DeVille's faggot soundbite got used against his own song. Faggot! <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. C.C. DeVille screaming. Did he write that or did Brett Michaels write it? Oh, you know it's Brett Michaels. Uh. C.C. writes all like the licks. Right. And the licks are really the best part of the music. I mean, he does write some pretty cool licks, mm -hmm. C.C. I'm not just saying that because he's like a friend of ours now. Even though I like Brett now that he's kissed my ass like mm -hmm. for a couple days in a row when he was here in town. <laughs> but, um... But CC writes the really cool lift, licks, and then, then you know, that talentless animal starts singing. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, it, there's all more records than I ever sold. Yeah. I love them, but, uh, but it drives me mental. Because, I mean, really doesn't have much of a voice. He can't carry a tune, really. He sounds fine. Go ahead and buy his record, you bitch. Actually, I will tell you what. I never had a Poison record. But now you might go and buy one. I just might after that so comment. So you get that catchy gasoline you want to <laughs> pump me line. <laughs> I like a gasoline you want to pump me. <laughs> it's right. happy. It's a happy line. Yeah. And you know what it means, Bess? I get their meaning. You know what? Well, it's married. not too tough to mean <laughs> the subtle innuendo of a Poison Suddenly lyric. the veil was lifted. <laughs> well, I've been... Well, then you're in, every time you're not in the room, the guys have come in and said, we got to tell you something on the air. What about Beth? We got to tell you. We got to tell you. I don't know if it's about Beth or affecting Beth. Is this something you should be telling me on the I air? I have no idea. They haven't told me. Nicholas? Uh, yeah, but I got I'm dying. I was going to wait, but I'm dying of curiosity now. Yeah, I need to tell you something, Beth. You know how we have that uh, mouse problem in the uh, our little studios back here in our offices? Yeah, I actually came close to, close with it this morning. Mm. You saw the mouse? No, but I opened a drawer here to try to look for a pen, and I said, why are there open ketchup packets in this drawer in the studio? And Dave said, oh, those aren't open. A mouse has eaten them. So I said, why are we keeping them here then? That's because Carlito thinks he's that big black guy in the green mile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> He's Mr. Jingles. Yes, Mr. Jingles. <laughs> the little mouse. So, what do you have to tell me about it? Is well, Darkseid, being the hunter that he is, you killed was, it. No, he was able to trap the baby mouse last week. Where is box. it? I let him go outside in the parking lot. All right. So, what's wrong with that? Uh, well, <laughs> we uh, while looking around for the mouse in our office, we noticed Darkseid, uh, the hunter. You still haven't killed anything. <laughs> <laughs> we noticed a lot of mouse crap everywhere and um you know that you have a bagel every morning oh my god and, you know the toaster in the office well dark side emptied out that toaster 
Why do you have to tell me this? Can't you just let me live in ignorance? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Stop it! You, like you, use you, that, <laughs> you use that toaster too. Once or twice. No, more often no, than that. Not every day, like Psycho you. Dave wait, 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 wait. When, I lifted, when I lifted it up and emptied it out, there was a pile of mouse turds like this. I mean, it was huge, Beth. Yeah. Let's listen a little perspective. I could die. Was it in the? You couldn't. <laughs> can't die from eating mouse turds. You probably eat them every day. You don't even know it. Was it in the tray? In the crumb tray on the bottom? Yes. Well, the food doesn't actually hit the crumbs, no, right? It's way so maybe yeah, but when it heats up and the vapors, oh. the heat kills the germs. Heat kills the day, y'all. Yeah. Be a tough chick. Tough sure. chick. You're getting tougher, Beth. I'm not going to let that stop me. I'll use that toaster right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to lick the tray, for God's sake. Go that far. What, Sean? We threw the toaster out. And that's why you toasted my bagel this morning. I thought, yeah. wow, that was really nice of Sean to do that for me upstairs <laughs> in the cab. Yeah. I don't know what that, that mouse... Is crap more than any mouse in the history of mice. There's got to be more than one. Oh, if you look behind our desk on the floor, there's so much mouse Well, why crap. don't we vacuum up that then? We're just going to leave it there? I'm not cleaning well, get, it. Get well, the cleaning person in here. can't we get somebody who works on the cleaning crew to vacuum up something like that? I mean, if, if not that, what do they vacuum? Obviously not the mouse himself. Do they even lift anything to check underneath? I'll yeah. catch them, but I ain't cleaning. Is there any other um, uh, is any other mice? Is just one mouse that's responsible no, no, no. for all I, those feces? No, there's a there's a whole family of them. I caught the baby one, and I let that one go outside. How'd you catch and it? And as I was... Because uh, I'm I'm not a lummox. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Awful, He's never dude. killed a deer, folks, Lightning but he speed. did catch that one baby You scooped him? Oh, I was, it was awesome. Quick, in a box, know. the whole nine yards. He had a huge anyway. cardboard box. <laughs> this was a little <laughs> tiny mouse, and we had the thing trapped in the corner. Like I'm David not going to pick it up. I'm not going to pick it up. He shows up full cami. Capella's catalog came last week before the mouse came to the office. Sucks is I let him go outside, and as I'm walking in, Chaz comes out of her office. I seen him again. I seen another one. So the bigger one is still floating around here somewhere. I'm I'll sure find there's him. a whole oh, family of them. Oh, they they are eating. <laughs> They're eating for a whole family. So we got to stop feeding them too. So that well, Beth, you handled that pretty well. Kashawn, can you? I have a bag with an apple on the floor in the office. Can you just go put it on the desk? Look, <laughs> the one thing I want to say before we take a break here again is Sebastian started something. Okay? He started something and it needs to be addressed. He started a movement for me to grow my old hair back. Nick's been trying to start that movement. I know, for Nick's a year. been trying for years, but Sebastian really went, he went like, got on the air and started really working it, right? Yes. It was, you can do it! I don't it, think you can handle that hair again, Dave. And then we, when we left the building, there was like a bunch of people waiting to meet Sebastian. Mm hmm. It was a nice uh, turnout for Sebastian. And he's out there in the foyer going, don't you want D to grow his hair back? And he's got people, yeah, yeah. He's got people cheering. And the pressure is on. That Do was you think you have the follicle strength? I don't know. It might just, I, I, I don't know if I have the follicle strength. <laughs> but it took a long time. It's shaved on the sides now. You know how long is it going to take? And somebody, look, Barb Boucher, I agree with Sebastian. The hair was the best. Bring it back. Sure, because you don't have to do it every morning. Bill in North Brantford. I just want to say, I think Sebastian was right about growing your hair back. 
Your hair was an icon to all the metalheads in the 80s. Maybe I should send it out on tour by itself. I don't know offense, Barb, but can you imagine what that was like? Any of our friends with a style hair like yours was affectionately known as the dude with the twisted sister hair. (laughs) All right? Bill from North Brantford. And Mark Thunder says, D, you should bring back your hair as long as it doesn't go all sideshow bob on you. <laughs> that, that's a, that, it's in danger of going in between. It could go sideshow bob. How'd you like to be Yarnhead again at your kid's school? What if they call me Yarnhead? How'd you like to be sitting here with sideshow bob every morning? That middle, ugly middle mm-hmm. stage where you know before it gets long enough to fall? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm thinking of growing out the sides. Cool. I'm, <laughs> what? I think that's cool. You know how long it took to grow that hair in the I 80s? I know, but I've been telling you that it was cool. It does. It took a rock star to tell you that? Because he's a 47-year-old man with big, long hair going yeah. down like that. You yeah. can do it! With a really bad attitude. Well, that, that, <laughs> that goes without saying. I'm old school! All right, we'll take a break. I'll think about it. We'll come back. Hopefully, we're going to talk to Rob Dibble next. Are we going to talk to Rob Dibble next? We- yeah, he's just getting into the ESPN studios. Okay. So, uh, stick around for more D. Snyder Radio. For those of you in the Richmond area going, what the hell is going on? Get used to it, people. We'll be on every morning from 6 till 10. This is D. Snyder Radio, Radio 104 and XL 102 in Richmond. D. Snyder Radio. Radio 104. Snyder. Can I just say that you rule the earth? But you can call me D. D. Snyder Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. D. Snyder. back the prophecy is coming true self-fulfilling prophecy actually i said we're going to the coast and so it begins yes that is good we are joined today by a whole new listening audience in richmond virginia the fabulous the fabulous xl 102 chris from richmond's on the phone a little shell shocked. <laughs> you shell shocked, Chris? To say the least. <laughs> no. Look, I grew up on Long Island. Good man. I, uh, Twisted Sister was just something that I'd always seen and heard all over the place, all the time. Uh, you want to go down memory lane for a second? Go ahead. Rum Bottoms. Right on. Salty dog. <laughs> okay. All right. We're, 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 you and man, you know, we're, uh, we're locked up there. So now you're living in Virginia. Dude, I put my truck on and out the road, and I heard D. Snyder on XL 102. I said, oh, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on a second. There's something seriously wrong with this picture. And then it was, you know, the D. Snyder show. I Welcome. Thank you, man. Thanks. Dude, it's, just, it's amazing to see you here. It's freaking cool. Hey, well, it's, I'm glad to be there. And uh, keep listening. Spread the word. There's a new sheriff in town. All right, Chris, good talking to you, man. Well, on the hotline is the one and only nasty boy himself. People, please welcome our go-to guy for sports, the one and only Rob Dibble. Rob, good morning. D, how you doing? 
We're doing great, bro. We're broadcasting to two cities now. Hey, congratulations. I know that's no biggie to a show like the Dan Patrick Show, but give me a little time. You're only 248 behind us. <laughs> oh, Mr. Rub Your Nose in it, devil. No, 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 no. Hey, I used to play in Richmond when we played in the minor leagues. Great town. Oh, did you? Oh, well, great I'm, town. I'm stoked, and they sound like they're stoked to have me. Uh, you must be like what a busier than a what a, than a one legged guy in an ass kicking contest <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I mean, there's so much sports going on now. Absolutely, absolutely, so much sports going on. Baseball's winding now. Football's getting hot and heavy. Well, before yeah. you start talking about it, is it like, do you like it when it's this intense? Absolutely. Yeah, it gives you something to do on Saturdays and Sundays, and then you know, then you get maybe some good golf or something like. That. You're like, wow, what do I watch? Because there's an oxymoron. Good golf. Sorry, I'm not a golf fan. You know that. I know. Yeah, okay. I know, but golf's gotten big over the last five years. Well, well we won't go into that. Let's t- let's talk baseball first. You see the Yankees? I, I when I saw that score this morning, I said tie. Yeah. There's no ties in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> After 15 innings, I thought they just gave up. They said, all right, just call it a tie. We're never going to win this thing. Well, the Yankees are running out of bodies. Guys are dropping like flies, and uh, even their closer, Mariano Rivera, is getting cortisone shots in his ankle, and... Uh, so they're kind of lucky that they died after 15 innings and got washed out. So Yeah, I hear they're calling you up. <laughs> <laughs> you know things are real bad when they call a dead-arm guy like <laughs> They have a red phone. They just pick it up, and it goes right to your house. We need the nasty boy. <laughs> Bring him back. So is that, is that unusual in baseball? Obviously, it's unusual. Yeah, it's, it's very unusual. But you know what? The weather was, was awful going up and down the East Coast. And, uh, you know, not too many games get rained out, but they... The thing is, the Baltimore Orioles are not in the playoff picture, and the Red Sox are already out of the picture, so the Yankees have the the American League East wrapped up. So, you know, it's a lot easier for umpires to call games after 15 innings, whereas if this was a meaningful game, they would have stayed there all night and tried to get this game in. Oh, I get you. I get you. This time of year, it didn't mean anything. No. Poor Cal. 0 for 7. Yeah. Not going out on a on a high note. Well, but you know what? He's been busting his butt, and he's been playing great for almost every every stop along the way. And it's tough in a farewell tour. I mean, there's so much pressure on him, so many interviews. He's doing so many things different than when he was just playing ball. And, uh, you know, the one thing that he did say last week is, I want to go out on a high note. I want to go out the way I came in, and, uh, you know, I want to finish this race strong. And, and uh, I give him a lot of credit for that. He, he's got to be a tired old guy, and he's still out there playing with these young 22, 23-year-olds. Now, there was a great, this, there was a great article in uh, Sports Illustrated a few weeks back, or a number of weeks back, about things where people are overrated and underrated. Do you, oh, have, do you that remember was, that? That was awful. Awful? You didn't like it? No. It was so far off the mark that... Because uh, one of the things they said was that Cal Ripken Jr. is overrated and, you know, that basically, you know, he showed up for work. See, that's some guy who never strapped on a jock in his life. Okay. And, uh, you know, to say that a guy plays uh, that many games in a row is just showing up for work. Uh, Baseball, we play seven days a week. It's not like a a five-day-a-week job. You're playing seven days a week, and you're traveling all over the country, and you're playing with injuries to do that streak, and guys are drilling you in the the back and the arm. You're getting hurt sliding into bases. You're playing with nagging injuries. You're playing when you've got the flu. I mean, everybody can call in sick occasionally, and everybody gets a vacation. But for eight straight months, Cal Ripken, for, you know, 20 years, played every 
day. And it's not like game. he didn't play well. It's yeah. like he didn't just show up. He yeah, played well. He, he played great and, uh, you know, had 3,000 hits and 400 home runs. And, and here's a guy that, uh, you know, switched positions at one point during his career. And, uh, you know, he's very unselfish. And like you said, he did. He, he played great. He was an all-star all those years. And, and it wasn't just he was just showing up. I mean, here was a guy who's who was playing great, and he was helping his ball club. And uh, you know, it's just you know to, to to rip a guy for for setting the Lou Gehrig streak and breaking that Iron Man streak is just you know, that just shows you what an asinine statement that is from a Sports Illustrated writer. Now, is this what? I'm, I'm not saying it was my opinion. I was just no. I was no, just no, no. I, I, I know. saw it, that it was an article. I was There's curious. A whole bunch of other things in yeah. there that were saying they were overrated, underrated. You know what? That's just to sell magazines. Well, so we'll save those discussions for another time. Hey, one other story that I'm interested in baseball right now is Barry Bonds. Think he's going to do it? Yes, I do. Absolutely. And is anybody going to care? Oh, uh, I know I'm going to care. You've been very, you've been very. Uh, I've been very vocal about it. Vocal about Barry because he's gotten a lot of negativity in the press, and people aren't making a big deal about it because it was only a couple of years ago, and this record hasn't been standing too long. Right. But uh, but but you know that this is a real this is a real accomplishment for somebody. It, it is an amazing accomplishment, D. I mean, when you were talking about Mark McGuire, he was just trying to hit 62 home runs. And here you got a guy who's got to hit 71 home runs. And there's a huge difference in that. I mean, it's sure. the same amount of games, and uh, he's in a pennant race, and Mark McGuire wasn't in a pennant race. But you, you, have, a, you have a basically, you know, he's got to hit nine more home runs to set his record, whereas Mark McGuire just had to get to 62. And, uh, you know, and Barry Bonds hasn't, hasn't been pitched to. He's, he set the all-time um, Walk record for the National League. Oh yeah, and uh, you know they're pitching around him. His on base percentage is five hundred, which means one out of every two times he comes to the plate, he gets on base. I mean, it's it's an amazing thing that he's done. Last night they walked him like every time, right? Yeah, and uh, you know he had one one official at bat, and and that's the way he's going to be pitched by teams that uh, you know. And I don't think the Padres wanted to give up number seventy to him either. I mean, they've given up probably about eight home runs in the last month to him, so I think they've had enough of Barry Bonds. <laughs> yeah, but they, I mean, they really shouldn't do that on purpose. I, I, don't you think, Rob? I mean, yeah, what, theoretically, if you, what if you were pitching to him? Well, if I was pitching to him, Beth, I'd want to strike him out. But, I right. mean, that's me. A lot of guys, you know, have been pitching away from him. That's him, Mr. Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you know what? It, 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 you know what? If you do strike him out there in this whole thing, he does set the record, I think that's a pat on your own back. Sure. And it's a feather in your cap. But for the guys that are wussing out and walking him, I mean, you're going to have to think throughout your career, you know what, I really should have challenged him and gone after him. Now, let's talk football, man. Uh, I'm loving Doug Flutie. I always uh, love Doug Flutie. And if I love what's happening, San Diego Chargers 3-0. and zero, And Buffalo has got zero wins so far. Oh, bu- Buffalo's terrible. Hey, you picked Rob Johnson. Now you get to live with him. Uh, and <laughs> awful again yesterday. So, but Doug's do, but Doug just continues to just just blow everybody away, huh? Yeah, D, he's a winner. I mean, when he played in Canada, he won a bunch of Grey Cups. He was MVP. Set all kinds of records. He's a winner at Boston College. He was a winner wherever he goes in NFL. He's a winner, and he inspires his teammates too. People, the teammates get fired up when that guy hits the field. Yeah, when you look at a guy who's about five foot seven, playing with these monsters, and it's not like when we were growing up, D, when you know offensive linemen were two seventy five. These guys are three twenty five now that run a four four forty chase you down and he's still eluding these guys and he's pushing 40 so for for him to go out there every day still doing it after 15 seasons and and the Knicks and the bangs and all those kind of things it's like Cal Ripken I mean this guy has played a long time and he probably should be you know being a commentator and he's still leading his team to victories 
Gotta love it. Yeah, he has not had an easy career. Have you ever met him? Yes, I have. Cool guy? Very good guy. In fact, my sister-in-law went to Boston College with him, so... He seems like a pretty cool guy. Great guy. And uh, the rest of the NFL, Dark Side Dave is uh, not too happy, you know... How about the Patriots? Oh, yeah. No I know kidding. The lost again, but... Nah, I don't how hear. about the Patriots taking it up on uh, the Colts yesterday? Woo! Mm-hmm. That was a beatdown. Without, without Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, and my Cowboys lost, so don't feel too bad, Dark Side. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Nick have to cry. The Cowboys lost? <laughs> Are you cried out? But you know what, Nick? The one good thing? Hey, the Reds again suck worse than the Cowboys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just rallying for that draft pick, that's all. I hope they don't win a game Already? all season. Three games in, and that's course. your hope? I don't want them to win it. they got to dump off some of the dead weight. I think it's about time Emmett Smith retire. But, you know, Troy Aikman's impressed me. I think he's the best commentator in football. Oh, <laughs> You know, we go from there and move I, on. I heard some fan of the Redskins talking, saying, hey, there's always next year. Yeah. <laughs> the season just started. They're throwing in the towel already, man. It's unbelievable. Hey, all, I, all I know is the Redskins have scored 16 points. The Cowboys have scored 45. So we're just going to keep that column open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm a Red Sox fan. I can justify anything, Rob. I know what you're saying. I know. Michael Jordan coming back. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Great for the sport, great for the country. I mean, you know, especially what happened a couple of weeks ago in New York. Mm-hmm. It's just this, this country needs something to kind of take their mind off of it until we go to war and kick the crap out of somebody. It's going to be great to see him play again. It's, it's kind of like seeing Twisted Sister come back and do a reunion tour. <laughs> that, that's right. I was talking to Mike just yesterday. I said, well, if you're doing it, I'm doing that's it. That's right. <laughs> So like I think Mike. you should get the old boys back together and go out on tour. That's right. We'll see what we can do. Put something together. Hey, and, you know, we're down now. There's a lot of NASCAR fans out there, and you're, are you a fan of NASCAR? Yes, and I watched the race yesterday. I was watching Ricky Rudd's winning the race until he gets caught for speeding in pit row. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah. It's, I heard it was like 14 yellow flags yesterday. Yeah, it was kind of like the officiating in the uh, Giants football game. It was awful. These guys are just getting, uh, you know, yellow flagged and accidents. And then, you know, <laughs> Ricky Rudd's got uh, the race run. Actually, actually, it wasn't Ricky Rudd. It was, uh, God, who was it? Um, I don't know. You can't tell think me. of his name, but he, he was leading the race. And then he got, black, he got uh, sent all the way to the back of the line because he was speeding in pit row. Well, I didn't know that was illegal. Yeah, it is. Aren't they race cars? Yeah, you can't pass people. Uh, it was Rusty Wallace. It was Rusty speeding Wallace. in pit so row. What, what Rusty did is he passed somebody in pit row, and he was caught for speeding. And what they do is they make you go around, and you have to come into the pits and then go all the way to the end of the line. So we went from first to last in one lap. Nick does that in the garage sometimes here at 10 Columbus Boulevard, <laughs> and he gets in trouble with security. Nick's badass. How about Jeff Gordon, though, man? He can race. Yeah. Unbelievable. We uh, uh, we know what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We've got a whole new clock going on here, so I'm trying to get this thing figured out. Rob, pleasure talking to you. Uh, you can hear Rob every day. I don't know if you're down that way in Richmond. Are you in but Richmond? Yeah, I think we are in Richmond. 248 stations. There's got to uh, be an ESPN radio affiliate near you somewhere. Yeah, on yeah. Dan Patrick's show. Always a pleasure to talk to you. We'll talk to you again next week. Yep. Taking a break. Coming back. News is next. No time to tease, but trust me, it'll be interesting. It's D. Snyder Radio, Radio 104 and XL 102. D. Snyder Radio. WMRQ Waterbury Hartford Radio 104 D. Snyder Can I just say that you rule the earth? But you can call me D. D. Snyder Radio 104 D. Snyder Now back to D. Snyder Radio 104
you're lucky you're uh, you're lucky we're your friends. Well, I'm your friend. Why do you say that? Because your aunts wanted were trying to out you in the worst way. They had a few in oh, them. Oh, I know. And but you know what? The truth be told, they really couldn't. As much as they were like saying, "Oh, we could tell you some things." They didn't quite say much. Nothing horrifying. I, know, I don't it was know what all, they could have told. Uh, well, that was funny when you came over that one moment. Too, <laughs> where they were saying that you were the bad one. You used to blame everything on your sister. Well, that's hardly the truth. That's hardly the truth. It was the aunts. And I told Nick to go to talk to Aunt, Aunt Sally. Right. I said, this woman's going to be a, she's a, she's a live wire. I know. You know, she is in uh, media as well. She writes a column for the Naugatuck uh, Daily she News. Said they wanted to take your gig. I know. Her and the other aunt, we were like, we'll, aunt we'll come up and we'll fill in for Beth. <laughs> and then Nick said he was afraid of Aunt Sally. He well. feared Aunt Sally. He said he tried to go up to her, sidle up to her. <laughs> she was too much woman for Nick. Yeah. I believe a it. Too much. A lot of woman there. Mm. Yeah. He was going like, to be on him like white on rice. <laughs> <laughs> um, just so before we get into some more news. Some few things I want to address. Just quick thank yous. People wrote to me uh, at the new email address is Radio. At clearchannel.com. That's Snyder with an I, people. Don't screw yourself up. I want to get like, can we get the, the, the Snyder with a Y address as well? And when people go there, it just a sign lights up. It says, idiot. <laughs> it's S-N-I-D-E-R. I will be right on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dickhead. Uh, thank you. Yeah, to that I, will play. Ice Dude 39. Yeah, the dickhead soundbite plays. Dickhead. Chelsea Sullivan. Uh, Mike from Poquat. Uh, these are people who just wrote nice things. Uh, Mike, I got no more soccer. Cheyenne, he saw me down at the game, and he says, next time, because I was down at my kid's game, mm -hmm. I was so shocked to see you there at the soccer game with your kid. I'm like, and he says, next time I'm going to come say hi to you. But Cheyenne broke her wrist. So she, when? oh, you didn't know that? Oh, yeah. Cheyenne fell off a play set. She's, she's uh, no idea. my almost five-year-old. Yeah, and she broke her wrist. So she's got a cute little oh. pink cast on. Did she cry? Yeah, she doesn't Aww. cry a lot either. So that's you know she, she's hurt. That's why I knew she was hurt. When she, I was, I was here. Mm. I had left already, and it happened after I left. Uh, Jazbury, thank you for your letter. Lindsay from Guilford, and also uh, the Fly Guy in GTI. In the GTI, people just wrote nice letters to me, which is great. Now some reactions. This one, a lot of people reacting to mm -hmm. Sebastian Bach and Dickie Barrett and our guests last week. They loved them. Genghis John, the Urban Barbarian, Alyssa from South Windsor. Thought Dickie was great. Sarah, love Dickie, loving Dickie. Uh, and uh, let's see, uh, who was it? Permatex Incorporated, just in Hartford. Doesn't have an actual name, but thought that Sebastian was great. Uh, nothing against Beth. But I said, me and Sebastian made a powerful team. Yeah, for a day. <laughs> then we'd be like choking the life out of each other. Now we're friends, actually. And here's a letter from Sister Sunshine, PhD, nice. who said, Subject, Beth's biggest fan. D, I've been meaning to write to you for some time now to express my appreciation for Beth. Aww. Beth is the reason I am still listening to your morning show after almost two years. I appreciate all of your humor and the interplay between you, but without Beth, I fear your show would sink to the level of many other shows full of immature boys laughing at fart jokes. <laughs> Us? Yeah. <laughs> Have you been listening? What? <laughs> you notice the fine programming that was going on when Beth wasn't here? Uh, Beth brings more substance to the table and really makes your show a standout. Sister Sunshine. Ooh, that's a lot of pressure, but thank you, Sister Sunshine. Yes, Sunshine. she's there for you. I appreciate it a lot. And then one last letter here. Um, subject, elders' body parts. 
Dee, my husband and I listened to you at different times of the morning. We fill in each other in on what we missed. He was telling me about the conversation you, Chaz, and the rest of the group were having about old ladies' private parts, and he insisted I tell you this story. Man, did I miss that? You missed that one. <laughs> What was the, the gist of that story? Uh, that was chat. You gave it to Chaz. Oh Poor Chaz. yeah, I remember that there was uh, there were some women in a commu- community center who wanted to get some new curtains, so uh, they put a little nice calendar. Together. A nude calendar. <laughs> yeah, elderly women. Yeah, I think it was a man in there too, and the eighty-two year old on the cover, <laughs> nude. <laughs> oh, why are the good stories always out oh, when I'm away? We just went off, and Chaz just sat there going, "Uh oh." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she continues, says, I am an occupational therapist in the geriatric population, and sometimes I've come across some pretty personal situations. One of my male patients told me that he had to speak to the people from the maintenance department regarding the toilet in his room. When I asked him why, he said he wanted the toilet water to be lowered because his balls were hitting the water when he sat down <laughs> to take a dump. Oh, oh my God! Your well, sag stretch that much? I think they start to. Says Nick, you think all women's boobs sag? Wait till you see what sags on you at the age of eighty. See, Mister Commando. Oh no! <laughs> Doesn't really happen. <laughs> That's from Rennie Ot in Southington. Uh, well. Uh, actually, I've I've been using doing exercises with mine. So. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, reverse chin ups. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I just swing them over the bar and pull myself up and down. See <laughs> <laughs> while I whip this out. No. Strengthens everything. That hey, can't happen. Couldn't like hurt. You're gonna turn out like that guy now. Hey, by the way, our new phone number for you people out there. Uh, we have a brand new toll free number: eight six six five five zero four D. The number four. D eight six six five five zero four D. Use it; it's free. Beth, time now for the news. The Snyder Radio headlines. Afghan rebels claim Taliban soldiers are defecting by the hundreds. The Northern Alliance fighters also say they've gained more territory in three days of fierce fighting, and that they now control twenty percent in the country. Those reports, though, are difficult to confirm. Meantime, Pakistan's president says he doesn't think Afghan's Taliban rulers will hand over Osama bin Laden, in spite of admitting they know where he is. The Taliban ambassador to Pakistan also left open the door for negotiations, but Washington's already rejecting that idea. Have you? seen the Taliban news conference conference uh-huh. can you believe a guy who looks like he was a singer in uh in that band that did you spin me right round baby <laughs> dead or alive dead or alive he's got an eye patch on this was the translator did you see him he was like missing an eye i mean i i think that uh rumsfeld said it perfectly he said 3 days ago they told us we don't know where he is we haven't mm-hmm. seen him in a couple of days and now they know exactly where he is Maybe that was a singer from Dead or Alive. Maybe. Maybe that's what he's doing now. Yeah. Wearing a turban and has a beard and is translating <laughs> for the Taliban. <laughs> I recognize the voice I when he was it. talking. <laughs> we don't know where he is. He is he's a Taliban. <laughs> <laughs> you spin me right now. Over. <laughs> well, New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani is set to address the I United hear a Middle Nations Eastern accent. Today. Yeah. Turn it up. Sounds a little Middle Eastern. Do you want some milk in your coffee? <laughs> yeah! All right. 
The UN opens a week-long debate on international terrorism, the first such global forum since last month's <laughs> attack, and it is at that that Giuliani will speak. Sorry, I'm laughing at a little message that came. Mm. So you missed that last week, too. Yes, went, you missed. We went through the Cabela. Is that how it's pronounced? Cabela's. Cabela's catalog. Well, I saw that it had come because I saw it in the office. We figured you wouldn't mind missing out on no, that. Right. Going through the hunting catalog. I'll leave through it on my private time. And there is one of the items they had there is a um, six-foot goose that you, the hunter, climbs inside of <laughs> and surprises the geese. When they see the big goose, they six go... Six feet? Six foot. Yeah, and you peek out the little slits and you open it up and start... <laughs> said, that seems fair. <laughs> what goose is going to like a... Whoa, look at the size of that one. That he's hung. I mean... So oh, they're not the brightest. We had a whole thing we went off on sending a bunch of these geese over to Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> Filled with our best men, dark side and his friends <laughs> in the six foot goose. <laughs> I wouldn't see that one coming, I'm sure. Well, the public will soon again be allowed to enter the Leaning Tower of Pisa. The Italian landmark has been closed for more than a decade, so workers could reduce its slant. During the closure, soil was removed from below the foundation, and hundreds of tons of lead counterweights were put into plate. Engineers were able to shave 17 inches off the lean. It still leans 13.5 feet off the perpendicular. City officials say tourists will be allowed to make the climb again starting December 15th. Now, I know that that story wasn't that funny. No, it's just continuing with the whole goose thing. <laughs> I we've got See, we got instant messaging here. So, we get, so uh, poor Beth, who doesn't have an actual monitor, Thank is God. reading her stories. We're all kinds of information is being sent around. And, you know, you know, some vital, of the, vital information. You know, some of these, you know, these vets have been known to have the thousand yard stare, you know, after they've been in combat. Well, if Darkside and his friends were sent over to, you know, take care of business, they'd have a thousand yard stare in opposite directions. Because <laughs> the eyes kind of, all of his friends are a little off. <laughs> a little? A little off. <laughs> it's intimidating when you go, who's he looking at? <laughs> you don't know, is it me or is the guy next to me? Who's Free getting card. it? <laughs> Well, over in India, health officials are announcing the launching of a project to map the size of the average penis in that country. In India? Yes, sir. Okay, are we in competition? The study is being ordered by the health ministry following increasing reports of condoms getting torn during use. Scientists say condom size could be tailored to the requirements if variations in penis size in different regions of the country became apparent. SMO. A lead researcher said understanding the length and width in different parts of the country could help bring down the 15 to 20 percent failure rate of condoms because of breakage or spillage. I think the larger problem is that only 3 percent are actually using contraceptives in the first place. Yeah, what are they I'm doing? on that first. Putting them on their head? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, so they're thinking that possibly they may, may be... More gifted? I guess so. Than some of their brethren in other parts of the world? Is that what they're don't saying? Don't forget to fasten your condom. <laughs> I don't know where they get their condoms, if they make them there in India or if they import. They might want to consider while enlarging them, you know, making them scented to kill that telltale smell of curry. <laughs> <laughs> we like to, uh, for people in Richmond, we like to be PC around here. It's true, though. You'll see more. No, I know. I, I, 
<laughs> I know it's true now. They're used to it though. So anyway. A couple in Colombia have kissed nonstop for nearly 39 hours to mark the death of Bob Marley. Interesting way. Wow, to, uh, Is that what you and Sean are doing in there, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys love reggae. I can tell you're big reggae fans in there. Anyway, so they won a trip to Jamaica by doing this. They kissed for 38 hours, 56 minutes. However, that's not nearly close enough to break the world record, which is 52 hours, 27 minutes set last year in Brazil. <clears throat> Do they include ass kissing in there? Because Sean's got that beat. <laughs> That's what he's doing with Todd. <laughs> and everybody else in the building. He's a real sweetheart. <laughs> Olympic medalist Jason Queeley is hoping to ride into the record books by breaking the land speed record for human-powered vehicles. The gold medal-winning cyclist aims to hit 80 miles an hour on a high-tech Challenger bike. He'll attempt it in Nevada, where he'll be up against Canadian Sam Whittingham, who currently holds the record at 72 miles an hour. Oh, I think... Uh, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, most of the people in the uh, town that Mudbone grew up in broke that record. On foot. When it was stealing somebody's bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that could be true. Yeah. <laughs> Get the hell out of here! Go, 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 go! 5-0, 5-0. 5-0, 5-0. Nothing like those little lights on top of the cop cars to get you going. Okay, we're going to take a break. Come back. We got more news. You don't want to go anywhere. This is D. Snyder Radio. For you people just tuning in in Richmond, still very confused. We're broadcasting out of Hartford on Radio 104, but we're going to the coast. We're taking over this country. We've got a very positive message to share with you. When I figure out what it is, I'll tell you. Stick around. It's D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104 and XL 102. Yeah, besides that message. D. Snyder Radio. Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. Once something's bad, it can never get good. You think it's so bad? The more truth he tells, the worse it gets. On Radio 104. Let's go. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Congratulations coming in, stuff like that. We're back. Beth, if you want people to dance at a wedding, you got to play the hokey pokey. I know, sorry. I've never, never been to that kind of wedding. That was really classy and stuff. There was no hokey pokey. There was no, no uh, chicken dance. daddy's little girl. No, there, we, there dance. was. There just weren't. We didn't have quiet. a singer, so they played it. But there was, oh, did they? Yeah. Well, that's why I meant was efficient, because you came in, they introduced you, mm-hmm. went right into the first dance. Yeah. Glenn handed you off to his, your dad. Mm-hmm. Then you headed right over to people. You ate something and headed over to grab a piece of cake, and you guys were out the back door. <laughs> <laughs> and on the way out, I threw the bouquet. <laughs> threw the bouquet yeah. She was gone. Uh, James Levy, down at WRXL. Uh, he's the general sales manager. He's welcoming us. Welcoming us. Ooh, Thank you, ma'am. Thanks. Uh, we hope we can help you. Yes. I plan on delivering <laughs> yeah. the goods. I will make your life easy. And uh, Tony B., congratulating us on our syndication as well. And he wants to meet me sometime. I have to stop down at the station. Uh, okay, Dragonfly offers congratulations to us. And uh, congratulations to you, Beth. Thank you. On your nuptials. 
That would be your wedding, right? Yes, thank okay, you. Okay, so make sure it wasn't getting <laughs> too personal. John and Minnie said that our week full of uh, co-hosts last week was really good. Dickie Barrett's very funny. Said uh, John says, I haven't heard the expression, pull your pud in 30 years. <laughs> That's old school right there. <laughs> it's new in Boston. <laughs> it's fresh. <laughs> it's fresh in Boston. Dickie Barrett thought it was. And Chooch also congratulations, congratulates us on our first step to the coast. And as for the guests that had to fill Beth's shoes, they were all outstanding. No Beth, but outstanding. And he's ready to ha head on down to Virginia. So, oh, by the way, just for your uh, listening and viewing pleasure, for you people, the new toll-free number is 866-550-4D. Email address, dsniderradio at clearchannel.com. Feel free to write to us. We can read your letters. And later this week, we'll be opening our new website, dsniderradio.com. And if you want to get hooked in fast, you people down there in Richmond, Richmond you want a little help, go to dsniderradio Peeps, P-E-E-P-S dot org. It's a website run by listeners of the show. They get together and they talk, post and answer questions, and they're always there to help. Well, Beth, what else is going on out there in the news? Well, a couple acting out a sexual fantasy in Denmark sparked an alert by police. <laughs> <laughs> Not you this time. Oh. A witness saw a blindfolded woman being dragged into a forest by a man, and that witness thought that looked suspicious, so called police. Six patrol cars and a patrol motorcycle were sent out, and when officers arrived, they found the woman involved in a sex game with her partner. Newspaper reports officers found the couple enjoying themselves behind the bushes. They explained their game involved pretending the woman was surprised by the man in the forest. Old school. Um, is that exactly how this game plays? <laughs> <laughs> what, there's a blindfold and the forest. Uh -huh. And then, like, the man drags the girl into the forest. Mm -hmm. And then they do stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just taking notes. You know, hey, just 25 years, you need to spice it up, right? Spice it up. <laughs> keep owning the lady in that. Keeping it fresh. You know, just keep, keeping it real. Yeah. <laughs> well, over in England... A soccer team there was getting beaten so badly that a referee decided he'd score a goal for the other team. <laughs> <laughs> the losing team was getting beaten 18 to 1. Oh. So Brian Seville brought the ball downfield and kicked it right into the net. He then signaled a goal and ran to the center and started jumping up and down. <laughs> he said he felt really bad for the team that was getting beaten by 17 goals, and he thought, no harm done. Well, maybe, maybe he was showing them where the ball was supposed to go. Maybe they just didn't know. Yeah, the one time when it was by accident. <laughs> this is how you do it. Is that where we're aiming? <laughs> Viagra. Not just for the bedroom anymore. Researchers say the blockbuster anti-impotence drug could help men scale even greater heights. Scientists in London have shown the drug that gives a lift to sex lives can also help people breathe more easily at high altitudes, especially on mountaineering expeditions where oxygen levels are low. Apparently you breathe through your penis. <laughs> They're doing further studies. It's like a studies. snorkel. It says so far it looks promising. Hey, you know what? That 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 uh you know co that ref kicking in the goal. Yeah, that, that's not unprecedented. No. Yeah, I think one of the refs at the Dallas Cowboys game this weekend <laughs> did that for them. That's funny. <laughs> Things were so bad. <laughs> Going for that draft pick. Sorry. <laughs> it's always next season. <laughs> that's the mantra this year. Going for the draft pick.
Well, more celebrities are donating their millions to help out in the effort at the World Trade Center and at the Pentagon. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver have joined the list, donating a million dollars in the relief effort. Bravo. Bravo, Arnold. Mm -hmm. And also, interestingly, Angelina Jolie has donated a million dollars to Afghan refugees. Sort of an overlooked group. A lot of people fleeing that country in expectation of an attack that will soon come. And also oppression that has been wrought upon them by the Taliban for years. I hear she's offered to uh, fillet the entire fire department down there as well. She had actually gone to Pakistan in August to visit some of the more than 3.5 million Afghans in refugee camps there and was really touched by it and in the wake of this decided that that's where she wanted her million dollars to go. It's, an on, it's been an ongoing problem. Sure. And now it's worse than ever. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I heard Julia Roberts donated her teeth for the cleanup effort. <laughs> Hello. I'm Mr. Red. Well, you know, that will help out. Some raking up and That's, stuff. Yeah, at this point, they need it. <laughs> Penelope Cruz, who is the girlfriend of Tom Cruise, apparently has been visiting Los Angeles Scientology centers. Oh, according no! According to columnist Jeanette Walls. Another convert. No surprise, though, because, of course, Tom Cruise is an avid Scientologist, as was his ex-wife, Nicole Kidman, who seems to have gone back to the Catholic church good so they're getting serious well is that is that a prerequisite for dating tom you have to be a scientologist Mm, i think that it's highly recommended if you're going to try to date tom cruise well yeah religion is uh is key Mm -hmm. it's key and if you're a very religious person or you know like tom is it's sort of a life lifestyle i don't know i don't want to say lifestyle because i think it's more than that to people who it might be difficult yeah to not look at that just looking at you oh i didn't notice the, the set now the, the ring. hardware yeah the hardware wow let me see let me see oh i uh, like it thanks it's very nice thank you i just yeah. noticed it for the first time nice yeah. ring well the baseball fan in todd mcfarlane wants barry bonds to break the home run record but todd mcfarlane the businessman wants him to strike out. McFarlane has $3 million invested in the 70 home run record because he bought the Mark McGuire ball, you might remember. Todd McFarlane, of course, is the comic book Yeah, guy. and action figures and stuff right. like that, sure. He says, looking back on the deal, he may be the village idiot. He guesses that if the record is broken, the ball will be worth about four bucks. But I doubt that's true. I think it will still be worth, not three million, but some money. I, who would have thought that the record would be broken so quickly? I know. You know, and at first we were talking and the people were saying, well, you know, the balls are different and the mm-hmm. bats are different, but that's not totally true. Apparently, you know, throughout history of baseball, people have had hardwood special bats that they've used, mm-hmm. you know, to hit long ball. And, and they, I don't, you know, I don't think anybody expected the record to be broken this quickly. Why is it, Nick? Nick, you're a sports guy. You're a go-to guy when yeah. Rob Dibble's not here. You pitched in high school. Uh, I think that people are sick of Mark McGuire. No, I think not that. <laughs> and uh, they're laying some balls in for Barry Bonds. Oh, okay. There's your reason. Yeah. <laughs> they're no, clearly I mean, not pitching to him. Clearly. Who, Bonds? Bonds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, they don't like Is him. Is it the they, earring? Yeah, it might be. But no, he's always had problems since he was back in Pittsburgh. He's had problems with things. So... I don't know. I, I I think the pitchers have always hated him, but it's a credit no, to him. Did quest- you need to take that call, Nick? Because yeah. we can take a break. <laughs> yeah. The question was, there. how do they... We should ask Rob Dibble this. I know. I mean, how is it that it took so many years to break 61, and now that 61 is nothing anymore? 
Well, guys like Bonds have been in, you know, hitting home runs like that for a few years. There have been the Ken Griffey Juniors that have gotten hurt and stuff. So it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. Well, it sure took a long time, but yeah. poor Todd. I know. Yeah, nice run with that ball. He's got the cash. It sure does. If you can buy a ball for $3 million. Actually, he's hurting. He's got him in a bad way, Todd McFarlane, because one of his characters in the comic, and he made an action figure, he named after a hockey player. Yeah, I remember that. It was Twist, twist Something Twist. Yeah, and he lost that yeah. lawsuit, and he has to pay like millions of dollars. He's trying to fight it, but he says it could ruin his business. Hmm. He's really screwed. He's effed. Well, he should try to unload that ball before the next game. I told him to make a Captain Howdy Strangeland action know. figure. I don't know why he's waiting. Well, to save the company. Some scores from yesterday. Red Sox get a win, even though it doesn't mean anything, over Detroit 8-5. The game was called, the Oriole-Yankee game, 1-1 tie after 15 innings. Mets 9-6 over the Braves football yesterday. Patriots big win over the Colts 44-13. Giants beat the Saints 21-13. Baltimore over Denver 20-13. And Kansas City 45-13 over the Redskins. Racing, Jeff Gordon wins in a six-lap shootout at the inaugural NASCAR Winston Cup Protection 1-400 at the Kansas Speedway. All right, now, just got some more uh, reactions here to wrap up some things before we take a break. Um, Sebastian Bach, again, and this is what I'm curious about. I am curious, have you guys got any feel as to which of our guests, hosts, co-hosts last week people thought was the best? See, I, I couldn't be a clear judge because sort of in the forest, you know, with each person and I'm, they're blindfolded and I'm having my way with, no, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, the, I'm in the middle of it all. So it's tough to be objective. Also, as you get to the, you know, the last person that goes is the one that's freshest in your memory. So by the end of the week, it was tough to remember how Mick Foley was at the beginning of the week. I mean, I know Mick was good. Mm-hmm. But it's um, hard for me to figure out who was the best. Have you gotten any kind of feel from people or any reaction from people? Darkside, correct me on a, <clears throat> if I'm wrong, but on a whole, this is the order I'm getting. Dickie one, Chaz two, uh, McFoley three, and Sebastian four. Interesting. Yeah. No, and that's, here. that's interesting. Yes. That's what you're feeling you're getting as well? Yeah. Because I'm curious, because, you know, but you look at the letter, the, um, uh, Psycho Dan thought I was best. Uh, <laughs> good work, Psycho. Um, because, you know, judging by the mail, because Sebastian was the most recent mm-hmm. one, he's getting the most mail. But that's because he was the last person that went, so he's freshest in people's minds. So I've been curious as to what people have thought of the, of the guest hosts. <clears throat> I think, I don't know. I think I really can't tell you who was best or not best. Uh, Michelle Z thought it was great having Sebastian as a guest. His great energy and listening to us sing together. Although at brief intervals, we were singing. I think you, hey, why not? There was a lot of singing going on. <laughs> Wasn't there? Yeah. Sebastian was singing a lot and then I was joining in. I like a gasoline, you want to book me? <laughs> there was, I, I realized there was a lot of singing. Anyway, uh, it was a great preview of us guys performing together on Broadway, which isn't going to happen because the Rocky Horror Picture Show did close. And uh, she says, Michelle Z says, I found it interesting, however, that Dickie's transportation to his guest appearance was via his brother and Sebastian was via limo paid for by the station. Why is that? Well, let's clarify this. Obviously, Michelle, you weren't paying that close attention. Dickie's brother 
runs a limo company and Dickie made us hire his brother <laughs> to drive him down. Which is awesome. Cash. <laughs> I had to personally go down and shake down the accounting department to get cash for this guy because they weren't going to invoice. This was this was like totally under the table. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was an envelope handed to Nick as Dickie walked in the room to his brother. Here you go. Oh, I'm sure it was all above board. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. sure that was all claimed. But it was very much like, listen, we can have Dickie Barrett, but we got to have... They had to have four bills cash waiting for him when it arrives. It was so in a plain envelope, unmarked. Nick like slipped it to his brother. Thanks very much. So, no, it wasn't quite like you think it was. His brother was giving him a ride. His brother's his, his limo driver. Uh, Sona woman wrote, oh, wrote in that she thought Sebastian was awesome. She liked him best. The whole Kathleen, you want to pump me thing was great. And uh, 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 Stephen Winslock thanks us for going on the air. Point something interesting out. Says, you know, it's great when you, you guys have to take off sometimes. But look at it this way: if the today, if the Today Show did not have the ability to adapt to people's changing schedules, it would only be on the air for a few weeks out of the year. It's true. Katie goes off. Matt goes off. Al goes off. Right. Mm-hmm. And this show goes on. I don't know if that's the case when I'm not here, but. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out uh, when they make the big push. And uh, like I said, and Carrie from Advo, like I said, the show is not going on at the Rocky Horror Picture Show because they went out of business due to the horrible tragedy in New York City. We're taking a break. <clears throat> Listen, this is what's next. We do a thing. This is for you people down in Richmond Way called "What do What did we learn today?" At the end of every show, we ask you, the listeners, to give us a call. Tell us what you learned. And we give you a prize pack. And a prize pack includes all sorts of good things like a D-Sider Radio t-shirt, an autographed photo. We're going to get autographed photos of them down there? Yeah. Stuff like that, okay? So all you got to do is say, hmm, what did they learn on today's show? Make it good and call us toll-free at 1-866-550-4-D. The number 4-D. D-E-E. D-E-E, right. Not the letter D. Thank you. <laughs> D-E-E. And then we'll ask you on the air. We'll say, hey, what'd you learn today? You'll tell us. We'll pick the best one. And the best one wins a prize pack. We do it at the end of every show. Maybe I should have told you earlier so you'd be paying really good attention. But give it a try. 1-866-550-4, the number 4, D-E-E. And of course, I expect you hard for people to show them how it's done. All right? So stick around for more D. Snyder Radio. What do we learn today is next. This is Radio 104 and XL 102. Call D now. 1-866-550-4D. Radio 104. Radio 104. D. Snyder. Well, can I just say that you rule the earth? But you can call me D. D. Snyder Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. Just typing messages. <laughs> Take your time. Just taking my time. Don't mean nothing. I think I typed it, didn't go through. Ah, all right. Well, this is a real exciting day for us here on D. Snyder Radio. 
been, uh, let's see, two years, July, August, September. So two years, three months mm -hmm. incoming, uh, which is pretty quick to syndication. And I want, and uh, been a lot of people up this way and now down Richmond Way have been incredibly supportive of D. Snyder Radio. And just remember this, people. It's always best to be there first. It's always best to be there first. Everybody can come to the party later, but it's always cool to say, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like people, people who are into Tito Puentes, before he died, they're like, oh, I've been into Tito Puentes forever, you know? Even at the D. Snyder Radio, before he died, forever. <laughs> All right? I think we got some people online that are ready to play. What do we learn today? Time to do some singing. What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. Bridget from Richmond. Good morning, Bridget. How are you? Good morning, D. How, uh, uh, so what did you learn today, Bridget? Well, I learned that you guys rock in Richmond just as much as you rocked up when I lived in Waterbury in May. <laughs> <laughs> are you the one whose letter I read earlier? Was that you or is that somebody else who moved down? No. You know what? That was me. My boyfriend called me on my cell phone because I was stuck down at the DMV. Unfortunately, I didn't get to hear you. But uh, he said, guess what? They just read your email. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's pretty cool that you moved down there. See? I am. Wishes do come true. true. What was your? What did you do? Throw money in the well, or uh, pull a fish bone, or uh, not a fish bone, chicken bone, or did you look up at the first star in the sky? What did you do? I none of the above. I wrote a letter to D. All right, hold on a second. Hold on a second, Bridget. Well, Beth Lockwood, what did you learn today? I learned that now that I'm back, I'm going to have to call around and, and find out what actually was said in my absence about my wedding that I spent a long time planning so that everyone would have a good time. Let's just say <laughs> that I don't remember saying anything particularly offensive about the wedding itself. I thought uh, that I said the people were lovely, opaque, but lovely, and um, clear, clear people. <laughs> and um, classy, I used the word classy, efficient, and classy and efficient. I don't remember saying anything bad. If anything did slip out that was inappropriate, it was probably accident. I'm inadvertent. sure it was all and in good form. While we were trying to just beat up on Nick. So, That's fine. Uh, so, but we'll see. But you, I guess you'll start getting the emails. <laughs> I guess. And you'll talk to your family now that you're home. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Jim from Wallingford. Good morning, Jim. How you doing, Dave? I am good, man. What did you learn today? Well, I learned I have two images of Beth consummating her marriage. The oh, first one was... Share. Everything beautiful, white, a sunset, and a loving situation. Uh -huh. The other one's Glenn dressed in a tutu going, Bark from a woman, bark! <laughs> He's dressed in a tutu? Come on, squeal! Well, I think you confused Beth's uh, <laughs> consummation with one of Dark Side's friends' <laughs> consummation. It's very popular in the trailer park. Uh. Speaking of Dark Side, Dave. What did you learn today? I learned that um, I am finally going to get in the Guinness Book of World Records with the belly button lint thing. You think so? I can, I can beat that. That's what did I have? 1.4 ounces? 0.54. That's a lot. It took him since the 80s. 
It's a lot of belly button lint. I can do that. Is that you think you can document? I got a pretty big belly button. It doesn't so. seem like a lot, but you know ounces, how they yeah. work, Dark oh, Side. Absolutely. You've weighed other things I in know ounces. <laughs> well, we have confidence, Dark Side, that you can break break this record and bring greater glory to D Snyder Radio. Mm, sure. Make your parents proud. <laughs> yeah. Do it for us. Sure. Do it for us, okay? Uh, Sean's working on the Dingleberry record. <laughs> he's close. He's going to get that Dingleberry record. He's, he's documenting as we speak. If it kills all of us. Yeah, it <laughs> certainly will. Let's go to Paul from Pittsfield, Connecticut. Good morning, Paul. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good, man. What did you learn today? I learned that you're a big pumpkin head. <laughs> <laughs> And I learned that uh, Beth likes the flavor of rat droppings on her bagel. <laughs> Did I? No. Where is Pittsfield? <laughs> Massachusetts, right? Massachusetts. I didn't know we got all well, the way Well, she doesn't like. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, that's pretty good um, signal we got there today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hold on, Paul. Hold on a second. Now, Beth is saying she likes the flavor of rat droppings. Plus, it was a mouse. It was a mouse. Not that that a. makes it any better, but I had no idea that the mouse was defecating in the trom cray of the toaster. And, 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 and absolutely <laughs> was toaster. not, there were not droppings on the bagel. Heated vapors, maybe, <laughs> but no any, droppings. I didn't mind it. That's right. She's a pretty tough chick. And speaking of tough chicks, hey, Nick. <laughs> Come on. No, we're not painting this picture. Is this your new music? Is this from when I was away? I missed this. Yeah, they played this all last week. Nick is a man of many music sound. He has, uh, what does he have? He's got a wanted man from Rat when he's badass. Yeah, that's right. He's got a little uh, Pepino, a little mouse song we haven't heard in a while. And then what's the other one? Spanky, the little rascals. Oh, this this is not my song. This is going way back. This This is more Sean's song now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sean represents this portion of our population on our show. Oh my God. <laughs> so, Rainbow I, Coalition. I, I pushed that along, yeah. Too. All right, so. But yeah. today, D, I learned that gravity really Fs with your balls, even, and that there's some 85 year old guy who's not sitting in toilet water when he goes to take a dump. Yes, and that was somebody wrote to us and told us he wanted the water lowered. Can you lower the water in a bowl? You might be able to if you work. I think you that. can. Yeah. Don't you hate when a splash hits you in the butt? Oh, yeah. uh, it's almost like out. a bidet. Well, <laughs> doesn't care. He takes dumps on other people's dumps in the bathroom stall here. But, yeah, these people in Richmond got a lot to learn about us. But I was thinking this weekend when I was taking a shower. Now, I won't gross you out, but I noticed that. I don't know if it's like this with you guys, but my right nut definitely hangs a little bit lower than my left one. Oh. I don't think they necessarily dangle identically. Are they supposed to dangle evenly? Sure. No. No, I don't think they do. No. No. No, there's always one side a little lower. Because if they did, then you could do that clacky thing with them. Where you pull one apart, <laughs> and you pass off each other. Clack, 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 yeah. clack. Well, mine they would are, clack. They would clack. So yeah. no, and they're designed to to hang at different levels. Well, mine are looking like a seesaw right now. So I want to with you know someone like Dark Side side on size on one end and me on the other. Well, maybe you should see somebody. You're cool if we take your word on this, okay? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> Let's go all the way to Nick from West Palm Beach, by way of Richmond, Virginia. Is that right, Nick? That's right. So you- I'm actually driving from New York in route to Florida, and uh, I'm on I-95 in Richmond. Now, do you have you ever heard our show before? No. So it's the first time? First time. So what do you make of it, man? I love it. That's- I love it. What I learned today is Dee Snyder's not dead. 
Are you and probably a few other people. Yes, I am not dead. You're alive and well. I actually have ties to, I grew up in Hampton Bays, New York. Oh, wow. And used to go to the Manhattan when you used to play there. And he's Quag. Remember that place? Yeah, Hell yeah. Quag. Hell yeah. You know what? Out in the Hampton Bays, uh, Nick, they get our signal perfect out there really? on Long Island. If we have a lot of people listening out there. It's too bad you're not out there now. But hold on a second, Nick. Yeah. I know. I, I am not my musical career maybe, mm-hmm. but my radio career is very much alive. <laughs> I am not dead. What I learned was actually something sort of a little I don't know if technical is the word, but I learned it from uh, Rob Dibble because I didn't realize first of all there was that Yankee game, mm-hmm. Yankee Orioles that wound up being a tie called on a can of rain. I thought that was odd, but he explained that because it's the end of the season and basically, you know, the Yankees have it locked up, the mm-hmm. Orioles don't have a chance. They'll do that, but if it was earlier in the season, they wouldn't get couldn't get away with that. They'd play to the bitter end. They'd wait for it to stop raining and just keep going and going and going. Right? I did not know that. Mm-hmm. See, I learned something today. Well, read them and weep. It's time to, to choose a winner. What do we got here? All right, Bridget, Sean. Bridget from Richmond learned that you rock in Richmond as much as you rock in Hartford. Jim from Wallingford learned that he has two image, images of Beth consummating her marriage, one of sunset and beaches, and the other of Glenn running around in a tutu saying bark like a doggy or something like that. You're a sick bastard. <laughs> Paul from Pittsfield learned that D is a big pumpkin head and Beth likes mouse droppings on her bagel. <laughs> and finally, Nick from West Palm Beach learned that D, you're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> See? It says it all right there. That says it all. I think he summed up the yeah. day with his, with his comments. So, Nick from West Palm Beach... Do you have an address? <laughs> oh, you do? Okay, well, hold on a second. You give it to somebody. We're going to hook you up. You'll be the only person on your block wearing a D. Snyder Radio t-shirt, okay? All right. Hold on a second, Nick. You got a lousy phone, too. Work on that. Paul from Pittsfield, Jim from Wallingford, Bridget from Richmond. Thank you. And Michael from Enfield. Sorry we didn't get to you, but we've got to go. Well, 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 well. Richmond, I know it was new to you. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you didn't, they'll be back. They always are. I remember how many people when we first started up here, or I first started up here, because you guys were here already, like turned the station off and stopped listening and then wound up coming back. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it myself. It's not by design. It just happens. There's something infectious about the show and something likable about it. And even with the occasional off-color joke or comment, people still come back. It's probably Beth. It's, it's, probably, it's all you, Beth. You're nothing without Beth. Please I'd like to think so. Beth yeah. Lockwood Radio. BLR. That works. All right, tomorrow on D. Snyder Radio, uh, let's see. Oh, Dave Navarro from Jane's Addiction. Okay, he's uh, he's promoting Jane's Addiction's new tour and his solo record, Trust No One. We play, uh, they play Dave Navarro up here. I don't know if they play it down there on, on XLR, but... Uh, also, anything else? News, usual hijinks, your letters, and if you want to send them to us, please feel free. The new address to write D. Snyder Radio is D. Snyder Radio at clearchannel.com. Also, the toll-free number, write it down, grab a crayon if that's all they let you use where you are. 866-550-4, the number 4-D-E-E. 
And later this week, look forward to DSnyderRadio.com opening, which will include the Player's Guide. And if you want to get hooked up with some of the local peeps who are already listening to the show, people up here in the Hartford area, go to DSnyderRadio-Peeps.org. There's a board there. You can talk to people. You can find out what's going on. I've never actually been there myself, but I hear it's quite intriguing. Welcome. Richmond, welcome XL102. It's great to have you aboard. We're going to have fun. I promise you that. If nothing else, D. Snyder Radio will be fun. And thank you, Radio 104 in Hartford, for getting us this far so far. Have a great day, everybody. See you bright and early tomorrow with more D. Snyder Radio. Yeah, I think we accomplished enough for one day. We're free.